sir. All right. All right. You already know what it is. 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 True North Views Podcast. Toronto's official, unofficial podcast discussing hip hop and hip hop culture. R&B, of course, included as well. And, of course, I go by the name of Harris. You guys know me. Skirt master, Mr. Triple Double, no assist himself, stealing 60, 70 mil. Correction. 2019. 2020 update. <laughs> uh, from the TTC. And I'm an NBA champion. You can call me Just Shola. And as usual, we are giving you our views from the perspective of a couple of first generation Canadians. All right, man. Um, let's get right into it. Of course, before we start the show, let's start with the plug. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter at True North Views. Uh, the Instagram is definitely heating up with a lot of great conversations going on Ooh, in hip hop uh, and hip hop culture and R&B culture on there. <laughs> uh, really starting to make these album reviews a thing in terms of posting them more regularly. Is so, it R&B part of hip hop? You know, it's it, it's funny because it is. In my opinion, I thought, that's what I always thought. It but was. I still think it kind of deserves its, its own, own lane, its yeah, own okay. respect, its own category. It comes from a soul world. It comes from a blues world. Um, so I don't want to just call it hip hop and take yeah, away from enough. it, right? Um, but like I was saying, you know, the music reviews is definitely becoming a big thing um, on our Instagram. Um, definitely appreciate the increased. Uh, feedback that we're getting on there um you know people agreeing with us people disagreeing with us and just creating good conversations so definitely check out our instagram for that on twitter of course is where you will find random tweets random likes random retweets uh hashtag of the day topic of the day uh maybe we might throw a poll out there whatever it may be uh just know that if you see a tweeting spree from the at true north views twitter account uh, you know, 93% likely that it happened <laughs> while I was Back home smoking meditating. Meditation you see, is extremely important. Um, There's different forms of meditation. There's driving meditation. There's yep. walking meditation. There's sleeping shower meditation. There's shower meditation. And there's just your regular morning or night meditation. Uh, there's guided meditation yep. and there's free range meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, what, but, but, but what meditation will teach you is two things, awareness and acceptance and if you can get that awareness, and if you can get that acceptance, yep. you get these Twitter fingers off. You know what I mean? Or click, 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 click. <laughs> um, I'm ready to start the show. Uh, thank you to everyone listening to us right now. Okay. Thank you to everyone that has listened to us in the past. Okay. Thank you to ev- Oh, wait, and thank you Jeez. to everyone that will listen to us in the future. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. Definitely. Let's get it on the road. Now, it is All-Star Weekend, of course. Uh, we're recording before... All-Star Saturday before, uh, All-Star Sunday, obviously, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, By the time this episode comes out, the All-Star festivities will be over. Done. Um, And I know 90 minutes into the episode, is that a young Steph? I got the TV. We got we got the TV on NBA TV right now on mute. We're just watching the the warm-ups and and whatnot. Kid got got one hand. He (laughs) (laughs) He heard you. He heard heard me still. He heard me. me. I know 90 minutes from now, we're not going to ask the questions of all-star predictions or or things along those lines. Um, So I'm going to get it out the way now. Um, Let's not call this our predictions because, again, the episode will be out by the time it it, it comes out. 
But let's just call it, um, you assumptions. know, our picks. Assumptions. <laughs> we, picks. we might be right. We might sound crazy right now. Or we might sound profound. Man. You know what I'm saying? I want to sound profound. Um, let's start with the skills challenge. Bam Adebayo, Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dinwiddie, Shai Gilgis, Chris Middleton, Domantas Sabonis, Pascal Siakam, Jason Tatum. Who has won it? Is this is this a big versus <clears throat> small or one person? I think it's one winner. I didn't I okay. couldn't confirm, so but let's give me all the guards. Is Trey Young in this? Trey Young is not in this. Again, Bam Adebayo. No. Um, Patrick Beverly. No. Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. Shy Gilgis. Ooh. Chris Middleton. No. Domantas Sabonis. No. Pascal Siakam. Jason Tatum. Okay, I'm giving it to. Siakam. Okay. Or um, what would the two guards said for I can't remember these names. Uh Pat Bev, Spencer no. Dinwiddie, Spen- Shy Gilgis. So Spen- Shy Gil Shy Gilgis is my actual my okay. pick. Shy Gilgis. Okay. okay. My pick was Shy Gilgis. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Shy Gilgis uh is the I want Siakam to win it. Uh, I definitely want Siakam <laughs> we want to win. Every but, one to win. but again, by the time this episode comes out, it'll yeah. be we'll find uh, out. It'll be hindsight being twenty twenty. Three point uh, contest. Three point contest. We have Davis Bertans. Jeez. We have Devin Booker. Jeez. We have Devontae Graham. Bruh. We have Joe Harris. Oh God. We have Buddy Shield. No, I'm joking. Buddy Shield. Uh, I can't read his name without yo, if he, Shield. Yo, in if my he head. played good defense, that would be a sick nickname. Shield. For him. Wow. Buddy Shield. That's hard. First. You heard it here first. Uh, Zach Levine. Surprising. Oh. Uh, Duncan Robinson. Who? I'm Trey Young. <laughs> Yo, it's a, it's a, it's a top They up? do have the additional um, six-pointer or whatever yeah, the fuck it is. I, from I heard about it once. Um, so it's, I know that favors the streaky shooters, the buddies, mm-hmm. the trays. They're definitely Those. favored by that. Don't forget Joe Harris won last That's year. That's what he I was going six he broke the, the record or some shit no he didn't oh. uh, he had 26 in the first round 25 in the finals some bulls, um some buddy healed for example put up 25 in the first round 19 in the final so that's where kind of the streakiness comes in uh, i'm going trey young and joe harris as my two top picks i can okay do the okay. Way. yeah that one's tough for me I, i'm gonna go with two picks as well i have either joe harris or uh duncan robinson you know, Beast. that's that's only because only because I haven't watched him play. I just oh hear God. about his three-point shooting. You have to watch one game that guy plays. I Yo, need to watch it. Whap, whap. That's all I hear about him. He's licking it. He's, He's licking it. Dunk contest. And let's talk about the dunk contest. We have Pat Connaughton mm. uh, from the Milwaukee Bucks. We have Aaron Gordon. Mm. We have Dwight Howard. And we have Derek Jones Jr. Uh, Zion Williamson is my pick, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine uh, if he comes out with a fucking surprise appearance. <laughs> Derek Jones Jr. I want to say Derek Jones Jr. I do remember him being in it. I think it was 2017. I I might have to do years years. wrong. Um, I'm worried that he will have the best dunks, but two things will happen. He'll lack the dunk depth. Mm, That makes sense. I I know what you're talking about. But more importantly, I think he's going to miss. I think he's going to miss his first. Like if he goes for something crazy, because like, he that's probably true. has the most ability in there. That is, uh, and that's, I, that, that's why I give it to him. Just that's he has saying the most something ability. with Aaron Gordon in there, right? But he has probably the most raw ability, and I feel like he might push that raw ability too mm. far, like almost like Zion at the end of the rookie game. Yeah, where it was just like, like it was just ah, oh, he missed twice for going something nuts. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's he might what... miss, and that might turn a fifty into a forty-six. Yeah, a fifty sense. into a forty-four, fifty into, into a forty-two. 40. Um, and then Aaron Gordon's just gonna hit him with solid forty eight across the board. <laughs> Aaron Gordon knows how to like compose his dunks. Yeah, that's that's what I think at least. That, that's but, good. I mean, Aaron Gordon's my second pick anyway. Again, by the time this episode comes out, uh, none of this conversation uh, will be Would relevant. Matter. But let's get into music potpourri in that case, yes, sir. Music, music potpourri, potpourri, of course, is that segment 
all things hip hop and hip hop news related. Again, R and B and R and B news related as well. We, uh, we like to sprinkle in some uh, keep it or leak it. Yep. Uh, in terms of whether it's new music or just new ideas, are we for the idea or are we against the idea? Do we want you to keep that idea elsewhere or do we yeah, want you to leak, leak that idea for us to consume? Uh, we then get into some shout outs, of course. Uh, we want to spotlight. Uh, some people. This one's really just about black culture. I'm gonna be honest. Hey, um, that's because we got are. sports in there sometimes. We got entertainment in there sometimes. It's just that no one want to say good job. So pretty <laughs> definitely. Much. And uh, of course, we then uh, finish up that segment with not only talking about the new music that has come out for the week, but really getting into the music, the new music that we actually listen to. Yes, this for the week. week. And then of course, we finish off the segment by letting you know in general what is in our rotation. What yep. are we listening to? Could be oldies, could be playlists, could be throwbacks, could be newbies, uh, could be newbies, could be uh, you know music that was missed over the last week or two. Yep. Just to give you some insight into what's going on in our world, and maybe you want to sort of follow suit uh, with some of the music choices. But in getting the music potpourri started, yeah. uh, I'm going to do something that uh, that we didn't do last week due to forgetting with the Michael Kiwanuka. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I did go to the Michael Kiwanuka concert, but I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about the Rhapsody concert. Jeez, your boo. Rhapsody, uh, the beautiful You got a one-on-one picture, one-on-one hug again? I didn't, unfortunately. Um, But but you know what? It it was a fantastic show. Uh, So this show took place February 13th in Toronto. Uh, The name of the venue was Toy Box. Where is that? Um, It is... Was it called something else before? I feel like it was. Um... I won't tell the story about how I thought it was called something else and looked up the something else and went to the wrong location. <laughs> I won't say that story because um, it'll really expose how directionally challenged I am. Yo. But what I will say is that the doors opened up at 8 and I was there at 7.45. Right? Oh, that, okay. that's, that's not like me. That's right? not, you're, you're there like 6.45. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's, that's not like me. But um, I don't know if it was called something else. Do you know where... You don't know where Chubby's is. I know where Chubby's is. Yeah, it's right by Chubby's. Oh. Literally across the street from Chubby's. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I don't think it was called anything else. It's nothing that shows like formerly or nothing. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was like in like a back alley creek. Go to the left, go here, go there. I'm oh. like, okay. Mad sketch just to get into this place. It's cold as fuck. Um, that wasn't the cold night in Toronto, but that was the night before the cold day in Toronto. Yes. So. Oh, it was usually called Union with a U. U-N-I-U-N. Really? Yeah. I never heard of Union. I've heard of Union. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But to talk about the concert yes. a little bit, again, this concert or this tour is called the Black, uh, A Black Woman Created This Tour. Damn. Uh, let me get the name right. And, uh, we had, uh, quite a few names on the opening bill. We had an artist by the name of Nico Brim. Um, he was kind of like... The pre-show. Any relation uh, to Stilo Brim? <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I forgot I didn't have my soundboard open. <laughs> no relation to Stilo Brim as far as I know. But uh, if you looked on Facebook, it'll tell you that the event, uh, doors open at 8. It would say Heather Victoria, who is the second act. Um, she starts at 9.20. You, you, went to her, uh, right? you have Cyrock. Um, Cyrock, the MC. Uh, oh. She starts at... Uh, like 10, and then Rhapsody at like 10.30. Something I thought her like name that. was Ciroc. I thought it was Ciroc as <laughs> I'm well. I'm like, oh, that's not bad. Like, it's um, kind of, kind of. I see what you did there. But she was saying Cyroc, so I'm going I'm to definitely yeah, respect Cyrock. it um, as she's saying it. So Nico Brim started around that 9 o'clock hour. He wasn't on the Facebook information, oh. right? A uh, rapper out of New York. Uh, he was pretty decent. Pretty decent. 
Um, you know, had some good energy to him. Um, it's very hard to get the crowd going as the very first act. It really is. And I think he did that. I, oh, I think he managed to, to do that. He had some swag to him. He had some bars to him. He had some energy to him. He had stage presence. He had, you know, that ability to perform and, uh, you know, being part of a tour that assumptuously is, is woman dominant. Um, it's it's good for him. It. Good it, for it's him, kudos man. to him for, for just being able to put on a, a super decent show. Um, mm-hmm. With his, you know, fifteen twenty minutes or whatever amount of time that he had. So you became a fan of him after his. his uh, show. You know, I mean, I, I would have to see what he has uh, musically. I would have to, you know, uh, Spotify his name. Well, you weren't or disappointed see what he has out there. At what he saw, but not disappointed at all. I, w- I was very entertained okay. by it. I was very, um, you know, uh, excited by it, for lack of a better word, and it kind of set the tone for the show. So good, I, good. I was here for it, and again, salute to Nico Brim. Uh, nine twenty. We got the main card now. We got the the, the, the card <laughs> as per. I'm laughing because it's actually true. That is the main card. As per Facebook, we got the information of of who's performing, and we start with Heather Victoria. And if you guys know me, I've been listening to Heather Victoria for a little bit of time now. Because I was gonna say, I feel like you said that name yes. before. Yes, yes, yes. I heard you say Heather Victoria. She is someone who is very closely affiliated to Rhapsody. Mm. Um, she's part of Jamla Records. Jamla Records. Um, and she she's a singer she's an r&b singer and she just makes great music she has a really good voice um she has a really popular single out called uh, japan um never heard of may it. have heard it before in terms of not by title but if you hear it in the oh, background okay, it's one of those where you might have heard it somewhere um but she did an amazing job she did a phenomenal job her voice is great she sounds phenomenal live um i enjoyed it thoroughly um, Heather Victoria, nothing but great things to say about her. Shout out uh, to Heather Victoria. Doubt, without a doubt. The next act that comes on is a is an artist by the name of again. We thought it was Sirock, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's Cyrock. Uh, it's spelled S A R O C. Sirock's in the right? building. So S A R O C. Cyrock's in the house. Um, DT the goat. Oh, we got Diana, Diana Tarazi. Hey, yo, Diana Tarazi is my fucking favorite player ever. Look how short she is compared to. She's taller than CP though. Yo, CP is short Fuck. though. CP, CP is I'm six. My, I'm wearing my point god. I'm wearing my point god Western Conference with the Toronto hat. Is that, that taboo? No, because that's, that's, that, that's from when end. they were. That's from when they were in Toronto too. I live in the West End. No, that's that's the jersey from when the All Star Weekend was in Toronto. That it was. So. That I'm in my event. red monkey jeans, all white tee. Do you remember that song? Sounds familiar. Damn. Maybe I heard the next verse out. Guilty pleasures. So, Ciroc. Let's talk about Ciroc. Ciroc. Uh, Ciroc. My bad. Get that shit straight. Uh, Ciroc uh, came out and performed, and I didn't know anything about her. Is she a rapper? Um, singer? Rapper, rapper? Singer? Okay. She's a rapper. I, I knew nothing about her, and I must say she blew my head off. Did the immediately. crowd people in the crowd look like they knew immediately her? Immediately she came and spazzed. You know, immediately like, she came and spazzed. You no know, one we went to Six Flag concert and um what's her name? Tierra Whack came out. What's yes. kind of like that? Where Tierra yes. just commanded the audience yes. all of a sudden. Like, Yo, she I didn't came come to see you, but I could watch you all night. She came and crushed that. I had never mm-hmm. heard of her. Now um there was a few people in the audience that I was sort of talking to or talking around. Yeah. <laughs> and they were saying, nah, Cyrock been in this game, man. She's been doing it for years. And yeah, obviously that's to... true. I mean, you can you can tell by her poise. You can tell yeah. by her stage presence she um, that she's been doing this for quite a while. And let me just maybe play something. I don't even know what I'm going to play. I'm just going to play a shuffle. Let's see where it leads us. 
I'm working. That's the responsible thing. Spend half my life trying to find my life from outside sources. Why the only voice that mattered came from me? You better shine on them, baby. You a star. You better be exactly who you are. Vintage. Meryl composer, warrior, so every verse became a vengeance. Went through too much hair to not be five, but they still feigning ignorance. So now I came to click my just do with remaining interest. Baby, I'm a star without the flash frame of vintage. Came out the doctor that. So she came and just started ripping the building with bars. Yeah, that's hard. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I ain't coming to see you, bro. Um, extremely talented. Uh, dope, I was dope. fortunate enough to um, be able to see her after the show and just tell her, like, wow, you know. Where's she from? Um, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember where she's from. But, you know, just the ability to tell her, like, wow, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I didn't know your name. I wasn't aware of your music. But, um, but to just come in like that and just, like, Wow. Like, sure. almost like losing my words. I was just like, honestly, just wow. You, you like, did your thing. Wow. You fucking killed that. You crushed it. Um, you know, got a picture with her. Um, we're very grateful for that. And, uh, you know, she definitely held it down. She got the crowd hyped because, again, Heather Victoria is a great singer. And we know Heather Victoria is Team Rhapsody all day, Team Jamla all day. Mm -hmm. But she's a singer in exactly. terms of the difference of energy. Right? And most people that like, that I feel like are her, there. I feel like Heather Victoria got the crowd engaged. Yeah, and this is in addition to Nico Brim. This isn't to take nothing yeah. away from Nico Brim. I feel like Heather Victoria got the crowd engaged. Cyrock got the crowd amped. Mm, so okay, now you have an amped, engaged crowd. And then Rhapsody, Rhapsody comes out. out. Was she on time? Uh, she was on time. Actually, everything was on time. What I really loved about it, again, I might have the times wrong, but again, it was like Heather Victoria nine twenty. Um, um, Cyrock at 10, Rhapsody yeah. 10 30, something like yeah, that, right? whatever. 10 45. When Heather Victoria started at 9 19, she was <laughs> done by 9 57. Shout out to that. So we man. got three minutes and then boom, stage Cyrock. change. Cyrock, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then Cyrock went to like 10 41, and then four minutes, boom, rap. Mm, that's so good, it was, it was clean, crisp. Um, I wish I brought my camera. I don't think they really checked me enough. I could have brought it. Oh, wait, they see no cameras at those events? Oh, well, you technically need a media pass uh, to have one. I feel um, but uh, uh, Rebel, like when I went to Michael Kiwanuka at Rebel, you know, you heard someone got stabbed yesterday at Rebel? Mm -hmm. Bro, Rebel didn't even check. Secure, like, security didn't check nothing. It's not bro. the first time, like, something like this is happening at like, Rebel. I walked into the concert and I'm like, didn't you say they didn't check you at Summer Walker too? Oh no, you didn't go, but the person no, that we know that went yeah. said they didn't get checked at Summer didn't Walker. Check at Summer Walker either. And that's like, but Rebel's been known as like interesting. Like I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Rebel personally. To say the least. Um, to speak about Rhapsody a little bit, I don't want to sound redundant because I did talk about her a lot um, when I went to her show a few months ago. You did. Um, same album, of course. She's performing the Eve album. A lot of the same songs. What I liked about this tour this time around was a few things. Uh, for one, it was her tour. So it's not her opening up for, for, crit. for Big Crit. It's her tour. A black woman created this tour. She brought some black women with her. Black and you, men too. You gotta, you gotta salute that uh, without a doubt. Uh, so that part I really loved. I like that she went a little bit more back catalog. Because um, now it's her show. She exactly. Can, she can spend so more now time. She's Everyone there is for her. Exactly. And she's not titling it the Eve tour. Mm. Right, it's the it's the black woman created this tour, and I'm not telling you, you know, what you're going to listen to. A few times, she's like, "Can I go back, guys? Can I go back?" Um, to some Jamla records, to some uh, Layla's Wisdom records, Layla's Wisdom, um, and it, it was just a phenomenal show overall. Rhapsody is such a, an elite performer. Um, she's one of those artists that they almost like they almost look up to the side while performing because they're that zoned in. Mm -hmm. Um, very, I, I like her crowd engagement as well. 
Um, I like how she controls the mic. I like how she commands the mic. What I really like about uh, the DJs. Oh, also for Heather Victoria, we had Crisis in the building. Now, the Crisis, the name might sound familiar as a producer. Uh, again, he is Team Jamla Records, but more importantly, I'm not going to call him a protege because I don't know the the whole entire story or history, but I know he's very closely affiliated with Ninth Wonder, mm. um, and they make similar type of beats. Okay. <laughs> right? In fact, if you look at any Ninth Wonder production, whether it's Zion 1, Zion 2, Zion 3, Zion 4, um, there's some, or, or even you know Jamla's a Squad 1, Jamla's a Squad 2. There's a few tracks on there that are strictly Crisis Productions. Uh-huh. Um, so to have him there, I was like, oh, shit, that's added sick. bonus. Exactly. Shout out to Crisis. He's in the building. Producers um, don't get enough Good love. opportunity to kind of just be in his presence um, to that respect. But uh, like I said, overall, it was a fantastic show. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, I would definitely see that show again. I mean, I did see that would. show again. <laughs> of course right? you would. And uh, I was just as entertained the second time. Um, I was this close to buying merch. The hoodie was hard. How, how much was, was the hard? Hoodie, it was 70 bucks wrap. I'm sorry. It was 70 bucks Yo, wrap. I got to get paid. Merch I got to get this bonus. You know what I mean? Concert merch is outrageous now. Man, man, oh man, oh man. Um, but again, oh, nothing man. but great things to Not say again. about that. Rhapsody, uh, you know, Cyrock, Heather Victoria, Nico Brim. February 13th, Toy Box in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. A black woman created this tour. A fantastic show. And salute to maybe anyone listening that has a future date coming up with that Rhapsody show. I know, uh, shout out to our guy Vic, uh, BKC Blank Canvas Creative. Shout out to Vic. You already know what it is. You already know what it is. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Which one? Um, He, uh, I, I think his niece or cousin uh, went to the Detroit show. Which oh, was shit. The, I'm assuming the following day. Uh, if not two days, because maybe Montreal. No, why would you go no, Montreal? No, I think she probably went to Detroit, Detroit. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a four-hour drive. Um, so I, I know they posted some content. Uh, I think, again, his niece, cousin, I might be my bad, Vic. Um, <laughs> we don't know. She had an opportunity to meet Rap. Hunger, oh, shit. Just, uh, that was she's you. an MC as well. And uh, she was able to actually send Rhapsody her music. Mm. And Rhapsody responded. She's like, yo, like I checked it out. It's dope. You got that flow. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, so just salute to hey, Rap. She's, up, she's so humble. She's she's just hard. so appreciative of of people that enjoy her music and enjoy her presence. Um, and and I'm a fan of that. In addition to being a fan of her music and being a fan of her shows and everything beyond that. So again, salute to them. Salute Shout to that to tour. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And let's move on. Yes. All right. Let's move on. So I want to talk about Drake. Drizzy, Drizzy, Drake, Toronto's very own. Drizzy, Drake. Um, have you heard about this? I saw something about it, but I just, whenever I hear Drake and anything, I just forgot, like, I want the rumors to clear up before I even look into it, because... That's a good strategy. As soon as Drake, someone says anything about Drake, every news article is picking up in the world. That is a fantastic strategy. So, Drake, I will read the headline. This is by The Verge. Drake signs a multi-year partnership with a live streaming platform called Caffeine. Oh, okay. They sell coffee or something? (laughs) No. Maybe because they, they try to keep you on screen. Damn. <laughs> That's a good one. Damn. <laughs> so I'll read this here. Um, I did kind of skim it the first time. I did try to have a, a brief discussion about it uh, in Blank Canvas Creatives. Again, that is a Facebook community. Go join that BKC Blank Canvas with a K. Creatives. Uh, it's a space for creators, by creators. It's really just meant to pump each other up, give each other that kind of energy you know, look for some feedback if you are in the kind of the same avenues of creativity and uh, just a really dope community to be a part of. So I did post uh, the Drake information in there because I wanted to kind of get 
some of their takes on it. And, you know, some people were cool with it. Some people were not cool with it. Um, basically what it is, again, I'll read the headline here. Drake obviously is one of the biggest rappers in the world. And yes. as of today, mm -hmm. he decided to throw considerable weight behind caffeine in the live streaming wars. He signed a multi-year agreement with the platform, though Caffeine declined to confirm an exact length of that partnership. He'll have his own channel on the platform, but first, uh, his first act will be to try to bring the Ultimate Rap League, or the URL, for, for lack of, uh, for, for abbreviation. <laughs> URL, the URL. Uh, to Caffeine. Caffeine says that, hmm, Caffeine says that the rapper might stream on his own channel but it doesn't know when or how often presumably because the deal doesn't cover that right oh, so what the fuck does the deal cover <laughs> run by the co-founder troy mitchell url is the biggest battle rap league in the country uh united states and drake is a big fan <laughs> not <laughs> right? canada uh for the uninitiated battle rap is when two mcs freestyle uh, da, 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 da. Your mama stinks. right so you know whatever i don't have to explain it no uh i've always loved this is a quote by drake i've always loved url and admired what smack and his team have been able to create smack it just wasn't easily accessible said drake according to the press release it's exciting to be in a position where i'm able to bring caffeine to the table and help provide url with the tools that they need to uh, elevate the viewing experience and make it accessible to the fans uh what else here Yada, 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 yada. I'm not, again, uh, you know, full details, maybe to be revealed. But ultimately, as you're hearing, the URL, the United Rap League, um, you know, Caffeine, a streaming platform. Drake is essentially using his name to bring, to shed more light on this um, Battle Rap League yep. and bring more eyes onto this Battle Rap Do you think rap Drake um, owns part of it now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, would, I don't know what no the one deal knows, but could be. Would you would you think he would own part of this? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, I don't think, think he so. Does. I think I think it would just be you know a, a big percent of splits or a big um, yeah, percent of you know shared viewership. Oh yeah, that's part um, that's a part ownership. But I don't. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean unofficial. Ownership, yeah, unofficial. But, but like he gets some. No, he ain't just doing this for out of kindness of his heart and mm -hmm. for minimum wage. But in in blank canvas creatives, there's a few different uh, opinions. What's on your, this matter. What's your opinion? And uh, I'm going to read the following. So I won't give government names, of course. Govies only. <laughs> no govies only. So, you know, one person said, eh, I don't know how to feel about this. We continue to see what happens when major artists get in bed with battle rap culture. I don't know if I'm feeling this yet. Time will tell. Mm. Right? One person said, I think it's going to water down the audience, to be honest. I did sort of counterpoint and I said, well, I mean, at what point does that become a byproduct of growth that can't be avoided? I think it's people hating on Drake. Um, well, in general, just growth in mm -hmm. general leads to a watered-down audience. Oh, yeah, that, that's what right, happens. In yeah. general, right? But the response to my question was, organic growth and attaching your brand to the biggest pop star in rap are two totally different things, though. What? If it was organically grown by people who sought out the battles, I don't think it would be watered down as much. Now you're going to have a lot of Drake fans who won't really know the culture trying to attach themselves to it. Probably the same people that think Pusha went too far, I, mean, I guess. I get that person's point of view, mm -hmm. but I feel like that person is just taking the negatives out of it only. What if Drake organically found it? I was like, I like this. Mm -hmm. And he brings his fans. And not to mention Drake has been, I'm not going to say part of the scene. I'm not saying that, but Drake has shown interest publicly in, in Battle, Battle Rap, Rap for a while. Yes. He does, he's 
been a part of King of the Dot. Yeah. He's been part of other, ba- I think mm-hmm. he had a, a moment even with Murder Mook, I think challenged yeah. him, um, you know, way back, like 2015, and something like that. His fans bring more eyes onto this thing that's going to get watered down. Mm-hmm. But, not, but what if 10% of them are like, you know what, we actually want to invest in this and we want to, we like this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that person just taking the negative out and just saying, yeah, this is, this is what's going to happen. That I agree with. That I agree Shout with. Shout out to that person, though. Uh, maybe a few other commentaries. It's only one view at a time, so it's a cool free outlet. Um, I mean, this is just details, I guess. You still have to pay for major pay-per-views and the app to go back. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I think Drake <laughs> is too big of a star for that. It's kind of bittersweet on one end. That can do a lot for battle rap. On the other end, it could become more uh, more generic. What well, didn't You can say that about like when Drake, quote-unquote, appropriates music. Yeah. Like, that's the exact same thing everyone's just picking. I feel like everyone's just nitpicking because it's Drake and mm-hmm. it's easy to say. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's a nitpick due to it being Drake. And I think a lot of good things come out of this. And like I said, like I initially, uh, you know, rebutted with, it isn't watering down a byproduct of growth? Like, you yes. just can't avoid it. It is. You can't, no matter what. <laughs> like, you can. Let's think about things that have become big recently. Plants. Lizzo, you water them. Lizzo, wow, that's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna give my examples. <laughs> no, but that's a, I'm not that, even gonna give my examples. Well, I had wrote, Lizzo in my mind. I had uh, the NBA in my mind. The NBA, had, the NBA was actually my my first choice, <laughs> and then Plants came into my head right last minute. I had uh, what else did I have in mind? Uh, I don't remember what else, but you know, smoking. I'm meditating. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I want to talk about uh, the Nipsey Hustle documentary. Yes, I heard about this. Um, so. I mean, we heard about it being in the works at the time, mm-hmm. uh, of course, of Nipsey's passing. Um, you know, since that time, haven't heard, really heard much about it. Uh, or we heard that at the time they were trying to shop it around and oh. find a, a, a suitable a home <laughs> for it. It looks like we're there. Um, so this is directed by Ava DuVernay. Isn't she she did the um, the one with the Sent- Sent- Sentinel Park? Not Sentinel Park. <laughs> that's, that's Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Sentinel Park, Central Park Five. Sentinel Park is not even like a lit. Like, it's not. I don't know like, why Sentinel. Wow. Um, yeah, she did the, she did the one with the Central Park Five. Yes. Um, and uh, I mean, again, I'll just I'll just read some information here. So the marathon will continue on streaming and in the hands of the Oscar-nominated director Ava DuVernay. Just one day before her own series, OWN, Oprah Winfrey Network, oh, okay. uh, Cherish Today debuts on Oprah Winfrey's outlet. Dave, uh, DuVernay has been set to direct a feature-length documentary, a documentary on the late uh, great Nipsey Hussle. It's a co-production between DuVernay's Array, Banner, and Hustle's Marathon Films. Uh, the project was secured by Netflix after an intense bidding war hosted uh recently by the CAA for Mr. when they CAA. see us for the when they see us client uh see if it says anything else here any details on this the deal comes less than a year after Nipsey's fatal shooting last March in South LA and the outpouring from the city of angels for an artist and activist that many view as emerging into his own despite already achieving commercial and critical success da 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 um well shout out to ava duvernay yeah man. i mean this like, is this is more so just a shout out to, to ava duvernay for for putting this together you know we do trust her i'm, I'm, I'm just using a rapper reference yes we trust her pen yeah. you know what i'm saying she did like, the central park she did five the central park five when that they was see us captivating i've still um, i still can't bring myself to watch her 
I felt emotional watching that. And actually, the other day, I was I was recommending um, that documentary to someone. Uh, shout out to Jersey. You know what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I was it wasn't white or black. We were watching. Uh, we were watching the trailer, and I was just as upset. I was. Just I've like, seen the trailer. I'm like, I can't watch. I was this, just man. as upset um, watching the trailer again, and this is after watching the documentary already. So. Um, you know, if she's able to do that and make that captivating of a product, uh, I'm very curious to see what she does with Nipsey Hussle. Me too. We know the, the Hussle family is involved in this yeah, as well. And, um, we know Nipsey was about business and making sure business is done right. Yep. Um, so that is the only thing that I hope is that nothing is faulty with the business. Me neither. Um, otherwise I, I think we're in store for something great. Shout I, out to I you, really bro. do. And I'm looking forward to that. Right. Yep. Oh, let's move on here. Roots Picnic. Roots Picnic. Um, you going? I really didn't have anything to say about Roots Picnic other than the fact that I am going. Cheese! Uh, let me just give myself some. It's gonna be my first uh, festival experience. Cheese! You going? You going? Um, going to Philly alone? Uh, going to Philly. Oh, okay. Say that. <laughs> you don't need to say less, man. Don't I'm worry. Going to Philly, man. Um. <laughs> I kind of just wanted to talk about maybe uh, uh, um, festival culture in general. Uh, do you plan to attend any festivals anytime soon? That we got some here. We got Veld. We got uh, Oshiega. I've been to OVO a few times. Got, true. Uh, that is a fest. That is a fest. Um, but Roots Picnic, uh, the lineup sounds amazing. Yo, it sounds and hard. And this is your lineup too. Like, as far as I know, Roots Picnic has always been one of those festivals to really get the music right. Yeah, it's and not it's I've, not hype music. Exactly. I've I've watched their bill for quite a while, and I really like what I see here. So we have Meek Mill. Cheers. Uh, these are the headlining acts, I suppose. So we have Meek Mill, Summer Walker, The Baby. Snow Allegra. There are two A's in Snow Allegra? There Has is, it always been? There is, oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. understand. Sorry, Snow Allegra, Burnout Boy, hey, bop, bop, bop. and Thundercat. Cheese. Um, we also have The Roots, of course, because it is The Roots Picnic. Um, <laughs> they're so. gonna do. They're going to do something with Music uh, Music Soulchild, SWV, and Brandy. I'm Hard. Brandy in the motherfucking Wait, wait till you get to the... As a, every time you read another line, I'm like, wow. We got The Reed Jeez. in the building. That's hard. Uh, we got Elliot Wilson yep. in the building. Uh, again, going back to the roots. So Black Thought is doing something, uh, what he calls a live mixtape mm. session. Uh, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast. Shout out to Parks. Um, is he he going? was explaining. <laughs> I, they I, they usually go. That's sick. They probably they usually there. go, um, or at least some of them. So uh, they were saying basically this Black Thought live, live. mixtape session is him just like freestyling on beats. And I'm here for that. That's hard, man. <laughs> I'm fucking And he's here doing for that with other people. Oh my God, I'm here for that. Uh, Tell him who he's doing that with. Yep. is one of the greatest lyricists ever. Uh, we have featuring Griselda, <laughs> Raekwon, and Ghostface. Um, now, on you know some other names here that are not as big, we got Sir. That's your boy. I'm sorry. We got Baby Rose, which he's is hard. one of my favorite voices in RB. She yep. sounds fucking phenomenal. Um, Baby Rose, one of my motherfucking favorites. We got your boy Buddy. Yo, that's the only reason I want to go to this show. Shit, just for Buddy. Do say Palooza. Isn't Do say Palooza a party? <laughs> it's a brand. It's, it's a, a brand. brand at this point. And you know what? It's a brand. And, and shout out to them for getting their brand out there. We have a little corner where they're going to be um, party. Again, going back to the roots, we have Quest Love and his Supreme podcast. Probably shooting an episode like a live pod. Perhaps. Perhaps. And I, I should have. I would that's never. Hard. I never really had a live pod experience. That's. I, I kind of right? want to do it. I mean, we had 
Jesus and Miracle. But it wasn't of, a pod. That, that was just like a live show. Exactly. So I would love to experience that That's as hard. well. That's and hard. we have phony people on the ticket. Holy Not shit. Bad. I've read every name and every name. There's no skips. There's no skips. There's no skips so far. Right? Maybe I'll be on one stage. Why should we like at three different stages? You have to be running from one space to another. Oh my god. They're doing uh like a prince tribute thing. Uh, as well so that's going to be interesting to see what that turns up to be um and then we have some other associations here i suppose i don't know if they're acts or what uh, i'm not gonna lie i don't know all the names um but there's hard work movement there's akil dawood there's akil dj Dawood. diamond cuts there's Bren joy there's around the waist uh curls and there is pound side pop that is saturday may 30th uh, I'm going to Philly for that. Shit. I've already looked up the flight. It's two bills. I already looked at the Airbnb. It's seventy a night. Cheers, guys. And ready. The ticket for the, the ticket. Con- the early bird ticket is only sixty nine ninety nine. That's it. Sixty nine ninety nine to watch every fucking. That's that it. The regular price is seventy nine ninety nine. That's it. And the high price is going to go up to eighty nine ninety nine. That's it. Yes. Yo, bro. Yes. I need to be there. So, I'm going to Philly. Uh, I'm letting you know that from now, I in know. case uh, you you do want to uh, take a look at this and the, the, consider. Yeah, anyway, but I will be in Philly at that time. Um, that is my first trip to the United States, uh, not including Buffalo. Oh, I'm going to say you, you can't to include Buffalo. Buffalo man. It's not the states. People though. from New York don't even include Buffalo. <laughs> they just... They're like, oh, that's that's Syracuse. That's Canada. So Holy! I'm, like, I'm like, okay, Melo played there. Jeez, right? <laughs> I guess Melo played for Canada then. Shit, I guess Melo Canadian. Shit, we'll take that. We'll take that. Um, but yeah, no, shout hard. out to that. Um, that looks super hard. That looks super intriguing and not affordable too. And uh, I like the fact that it is affordable. And I'm I'm excited to kind of get my feet wet in the in the. In you're the festival deep, game. deep in the U.S. too. You're not deep. going to like Buffalo. Oh, <laughs> I know, not deep. I just mean like you're not going to Buffalo anymore. Fair, like okay. you're Fair in enough. the U.S. U.S. at this point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, I wanted to surprise all of us with this. I didn't even open this because you did you know, so I did not I click it. I don't remember what I put. No, I'm about so to that's right why now. I like doing this because I don't remember what I fucking put. <laughs> did you but know? But did you know? Mine's loading too. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me just play the audio here. Oh, okay. Talking about MC Hammer. And I was just like, why does everybody keep talking about MC Hammer? So he was plugged in with a bunch of tech companies. You know what I'm saying? He has his MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Wow. He got a friend named Ron Conway who's like a billionaire. Quote a plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I end up going through all these tech conferences trying to find MC Hammer. I finally found MC Hammer and me and him had a four-hour argument standing outside of like Facebook. Basically door. saying... Um, I- this is Chameleonaire talking, by the way. Forgot to mention that part. Uh, Chameleonaire, for those that don't know, um, you can say what you want about uh, his, his shorter run in hip-hop and you can they make jokes about him getting out of the game. But he's been in the tech industry for a long fucking time. Well, that's what he's talking making about. Making a lot of fucking money. That's what he's uh, that's what he's, I, what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna play the rest. I understand he was frustrated because he was just like, you know, I give the game about this tech companies to all these artists and they don't be getting it. They be like, pay me to do this, pay me to tweet. And I wanna find what this is. My bad for keep pausing it, because it's Dame Dash interviewing him. Oh shit. I will continue. Meanwhile, he owns a piece of Twitter. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then Hammer that, owns a piece of Twitter. Yeah. Okay, see, that's what's crazy. Is you'll hear more about Hammer and his demise and being fucked up, and how can no one talk about him owning That's Twitter? The game, man. And I know that. That's what they do with me. Which is messed up. I, I've been owning a hundred million dollar company for years, which I just got robbed for, and I got to yeah. go to court about. Yeah. But no one talks about that. They only talk about the bad things as it relates to rappers. I went to one tech conference. Is- 
the bad is more attractive. There's a lot of discussions here. I actually, I saw um, Marlon Palmer tweet this. Uh, and Marlon Palmer, we say your last name just because... That, that's how everyone knows you. And, and like, you don't try to hide it. It's on your Twitter, fam. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. Um, but shout out to the Oxdale God and uh, shout out to... Shout to Marlon. Uh, Beep! <laughs> Gotta start beeping on his oh, last man. name. Shout out to the Extra Gravy podcast. What do you um, say? We call them Toronto's official, official podcast. We are Toronto's official, unofficial. Yes, we are podcast. Yeah, I mean, but uh, what he said was he because again, it's Dame interviewing him, and you heard what Dame said. Man, it's shit. It's like me. I'm involved in a hundred million dollar company, which, <laughs> which I'm getting robbed for. for right now. <laughs> I uh, slid that in there. Slid me robbed for right now. So, court tomorrow for that shit. He asked the question. He said, "Does does Dame Dash just keep finding himself in bad business deals, or does he just do so much business?" That bad business deals is a byproduct of it, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing him. I, yo, I'm doing I'm I'm with the latter, or the latter to former, the latter to former, the yeah. latter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he does so much business that some bound to fail. Some it's I like, think so as well. It's like Donald Trump's. Everyone's like, oh, Donald Trump declared bankruptcy. Half of them were business. Or actually, all the times he declared bankruptcy was a business. Now I'm going to use a better example because we're not. Talking about, uh, I'm talking know, about his, he, his business. He who shall not be named could, on this podcast. I can talk I'm gonna about. I'm going to use the name Fifty Cent instead, and you tell the exact same story. I don't know Fifty Cent story. That's what I'm saying. Fifty Cent has gone bankrupt multiple oh, okay. times. Well, I'm using Donald Trump, and I'm <laughs> able to separate a business nah, from I, the I, person. I, I'm with you, of course. And business wise, he's declared bankruptcy. I think two or three times, mm-hmm. and all of it was just because he needed whatever. I don't, don't know that part of the business, but it was a business move. I feel like that's Dame Dash. He's just done so much damn business that yeah. some deals go good, some deals go bad, some Agreed. deals. Agreed. And uh, I mean, his thoughts on, on, you know, Hammer, uh, you know, he owns a part of Twitter. That's nuts. I was this year's old when I found out. Uh, And that was was the thing. That was the tweet, right? Um, How much is that worth? I'm curious because what is a part of Twitter? Like, how much is Twitter worth in general? I mean, technically, you can check on the market, I guess, (laughs) with the market cap. Um, But I would. Let's just say 100 million. No. I'm just giving it just just because oh, yeah, I wanted a round you gotta, you gotta number. Talk, uh, uh, Williams. I wanted a Williams. round number. It's Williams for sure. Um, let me check though. Twitter, Google, finance. Check the the. How much is Twitter worth? Twitter is worth. Oh well, thanks for giving me stock. I want to. Well, that's what it's gonna give you. How many shares do they have? And 30, where's their market cap? Thirty-seven dollars. Their market cap is twenty-eight point six five. Williams. I don't know where you see that market cap. Cause I'm on Yahoo Finance. I don't know. I don't do. I'm, I'm not in business. Shit, yeah, I, mean, I see 4.4 billion here. Uh, I could be wrong again. Like I don't know. Well, okay. I mean, I'm not in that's business. Valuation, whereas market cap is different than valuation, so I can understand that. But somewhere between four and 28 Williams, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 28 Williams. <laughs> Fuck. That might be the episode. 28, 28 Williams. Williams. 28 Williams. So how much do you think Hammer is getting from this? Yo, listen, man. I don't know. Uh, 28 like, does he own 0.03% like JC and the net? Or does he own 30%? Like, Listen, <laughs> like, my calculator like a, can't even compute it, fam. But let me check here. If I take... Yo, you know the number so long, we have to turn your calculator uh, sideways. If I take 28 Williams and I take... Uh, how much do we want to do? Let's say 1%. No, Let's... 1% is too much. Let's do one tenth of a percent. Okay. Right. Because one percent. So that's one, and that would be one tenth, and then I throw that there. Right. Wait. Hold on. That's a one. No wait. That would be one percent. Yep. So I throw another one, and then that that. Yes. Okay. That's one over one hundred. Twenty-eight million. 
Bro. <laughs> and that's only if he owns 0.01%. No, 0.1%. If he owns 0.1% of the market cap of that's Twitter. That's 10%. No. Yeah, 0.1% is... Oh, no, 0.1%. Exactly. I'm thinking of 0.1. Not, you're thinking about multiplication yes. of decimals. No, if he just owns 0.1%, uh, which would be multiplying by 0.001. Because you move the decimal place uh, twice. Based on the market cap, that's 28 manis. I can't think of a funnier word for Romanis. <laughs> I saw a, I saw a tweet of um, a Hispanic person um, performing uh, like that kind of sing rap. Yeah, and someone's like, uh, you know, that a boogie like Rod Wave. Yeah, like, you know, Roddy Rich that type thing. And someone's like Rodriguez Wave. <laughs> Rodriguez Wave. That shit had me. That shit had me. Um, salute to Hammer though, man, because. Again, if we're talking market cap, if we're talking numbers as they appear on the stock market, and if we're talking as mm-hmm. low as a tenth of a percent, that's that's a lot of fucking money. And I just want to say, real G's moving silence like lasagna. Mm-hmm. He don't need to be out here. Everyone's like, oh, you went bankrupt after your one hit song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. All right, cool. I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go chill with my... So watching my stocks rise. Facts. And even the people that spoke on it are the perfect examples of that. Yeah. Millionaire. Dame uh, Dash. Even Dame Dash to a certain degree. Yeah, Dame sh- Dash to a lot of degrees. It shows you that people um, are moving in these streets, man. Just because yeah. you don't see them moving doesn't mean they're not moving, man. YouTube, you should be doing the same. Speaking of moving. Jeez. Uh, we got to talk about Amber Rose real quick. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know if you saw her tattoos real, real I recently. I saw it. Uh, I was going to ask your thoughts on it and you know where it may or may not have come from and... All of these different types of things. So I think it's based on her children. It's her children's name, supposedly. Um, but you know what? Rather than us try to explain, Let's, why don't we let her try to explain Let's it, do that. Right? Because this did come out a few days later when she was doing damage control Twitter. I gotta be honest. Like, and I don't want this to sound like corny or anything, but like kind of after Kobe died, mm-hmm. it made me like reflect on my life. And I don't want people to be like, oh, Kobe died and you went and got a tattoo. But it was kind of like that because... You know, I thought about my dad and like my dad had cancer when he was 40 and he Mm. went through remission and he's good, but he almost died. Like, and I'm 36 and I was like, I've been wanting uh, this tattoo for a long time. And I was like, you know what? You life is so short. Just do it. Just live your best life. Like, it's just like, with no regrets. Just do it. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's just how I felt, and, and, I, and it, I'm happy I did it. She literally tatted no regrets on her on her fucking. Hold thing. up, Keisha Cole has a TV Wait, show. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I started thinking about halfway through. Like, yo, Keisha Cole has a yo, TV show. No, I didn't even take in that part. Fuck is Fox Soul? Let me hear the rest. That sounds so hear, racist. I want to hear, hear Keisha talk. And if he wanted to do it, if he did it and you were there and in support and just loving, you know, your guy, you mm. know what I'm saying? And saying, we do, we got them both, baby. We oh, yeah. Guys. Well, he encouraged it. He should have knew Wendy. Definitely. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Your man encouraged that? Yo, you need um, to break up with the man. I'm not. Uh, I mean, Wiz. Wiz is, uh, it's not Wiz. My bad. <laughs> I was up with the kid. The kids were Wiz. The kid's Wiz's dad. Yes. Or Wiz is, is the kid's dad. Yeah, you know, you know, I know what you meant. Um, do, what do I think about it? I think any tattoo on your face is stupid. Yes, uh, I agree I, with that. I, I and I, I will always say that regardless. Will, exactly. It could be your mom, your dad, your, yep. your grandma. It could be God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could be- <laughs> Man dies because of heaven. God has a face tattoo. But it could be whatever you want. I mean, that was a bad decision, God. But I yo, let me get it, though. are a real dumb idea. I think, yeah, I agree with you. Um, um, she's and Not to say it's even worse on women, but I feel like as a mother, you are a prime example. 
and you should not be doing that. Mm. And shout out to Amber Rose, I guess. But yeah, man, I'll let you be honestly, on your island with that one because I ain't gonna hearing her talk too. She didn't even sound like it sounded like yeah. it almost sounded like she's trying to convince rather than she's really explaining why. Exactly. Like, no, like I'm cool with this. Like, I, yeah, my dad know, died. And, you know, oh no, my dad didn't die. But you know, I'm I'm getting older, so I'm just gonna get tattooed. She's only right 36 there. though. I thought she was older. Uh, Kanye, 42, 44. Yeah, Kanye's older. Uh, Kim is. Kim is like in her 40s. Uh, no, no, she's 30. She touched, I think she's like 38, 39. 39. Something like that. I just thought Amber was a little older. I thought she was 38, 39 as well. Um, yeah. 40, not 40, but you know. Shout older. out to her. But yeah, shout out to Amber, regardless of uh, her living her or truth. Or not shout out to her. For living her truth. Do you, boo? Um, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of making a left. Making um, a left. Or not making anything at all. <laughs> or not making anything at all. Uh, let's talk about Quentin Miller. Uh, this there was an interesting discussion that was had on the Joe Budden podcast, and maybe that's the direction that I'm gonna go with this. Uh, let's maybe play some of the clip first. Oh, you know, a lot of people have been uh, congratulating me and sending me messages and shit about uh, the five year anniversary of if you're reading this and shit. And you know, I look. On- if you're reading this, it's shit. Is that what he said? No. He's like, if you're reading this and shit. He didn't even want to finish the name of it. He's reading this and fuck. It's probably like, this album is Voldemort for him. It really is. On socials and I see like producers and, you know, other people that were involved with the artists and they get to talk about how proud they are of the shit, you know. The artist? He doesn't even say his name. Facts. And I said the artist. No, this is a he who shall not be named uh, for real. And, you know, it's different for me. Um, it's It's... It's pretty much taboo for me to even talk about it. You know, I, I pretty much try to act like it don't even exist. The biggest the biggest project of my entire career, right? And that's it's, it's pretty strange. But unfortunately, you know, I don't have... Someone said he was at a bus stop. <laughs> I believe it too. The good memories about it that everybody has. You know, my good memories were all murdered. You know what I'm saying? Like the day... <laughs> oh my God. Very I said murdered. My good memories were murdered. murdered. Man didn't um, say deleted, erased, um, you know, painted black. Man said murdered. Murdered. Uh, Meek Mandela. You know, y'all, y'all. Buy- How you Meek Mandela? Let that one finish. Hold on. Find that bullshit since he came out of jail. Like he's whatever. Meek Mandela. Yo, <laughs> no, yo, that's killing me. Man called him Meek Mandela. Yo, this guy's actually. Nice with the words. And that's the exact same thing I thought when he said Meek Mandela. Like, I was like, yo, are you that nice with the pen? Uh let me write that down. Don't, don't I would have I would have never thought of Meek Mandela. And then you think you went to gym like, yeah, like Nelson Mandela. Facts. What Meek Mandela? Meek Mandela. Let's let that continue to play. The day he, you know, put my name out there, you know, and it just blew up my whole spot. And, you know, that shit just fucked everything up for me, bro. And it's so crazy because Man, it not only did it mess that up, but in the confusion of that shit, you know, I, me and, and DJ Drama and Cannon, like that whole side, we had our ties were severed because of that shit because it was just so much confusion and blah 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 blah. Um, for those, I mean, I don't know the exact story um, as to what happened, but obviously we know. I would tell you what happened. Okay, tell me more. Meek was cheesed. At Drake yes. for not tweeting his album, yep. and said you ain't write shit on your album, and then added Quentin Miller and said Quint- or did add him? I think you were like Quentin Miller is the one that wrote. Sorry, mm-hmm. or if you're reading this, is too late. That I remember, but I, 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 sorry, I think there's a little bit of back 
little bit more background story to it um, that I'm not aware of, but that definitely is the public scene. But a great discussion was had on the Joe Budden podcast. I want to bring that here for a moment. Um, the engineer on the show and obviously one of the, the, the co-mics on the show as well, Parks, um, he basically said like, bro, go out and work. You have a resume that includes I wrote hits for Drake. <laughs> right. And but that's what he's saying in the be video. A million fucking people willing to pay you. But that's what money. he's saying in the video. At the end of the video, did you watch that video to the end? I didn't watch it to the end. At the end, he's he also saying like he's being blackballed pretty much by the industry and like and he even no, wait, wait, let that. me finish. He also says, um, take a. He says like he says that he's like take a chance with me. All the videos he's talking to all producers or whoever. Do you believe that? Yes, like, I believe that. Really? Yes, I believe Drake has that much power. Yes, and I, but he said he's okay. like he's like he's like you guys have seen my history. Like, is that what Park said? He said that he's like he's like you guys have seen my history. Okay, take a chance with me. I'm good with it. Some shit like should that. I let the back? Should I let the rest play out then? Yeah, or everybody's trying to end. find out whose fault was it and this and that. Like y'all just don't know what them phone calls. Literally, he's about to explain it after I cut him off. My bad, <laughs> my bad uh, Quentin. It's like y'all just don't know what them text messages was like. Like I don't know what that pressure was like. It was a lot. It was hot. And um, that's one of the biggest things I regret was, was fucking up that relationship with them because in the end, that nigga Drake and, and me, them niggas is best friends now. They watch basketball <laughs> games and, and do shows and shit together, you know? It can't be that salty about two other adults. So it's just like, what the fuck was that even for? What the fuck was all of that for? You know, like all the... The stress that it caused, you know, and I know it. People can mend relationships. Everybody else is able to move on because everybody else's careers was established and shit. My career wasn't established. And I was looking at that. If you're reading this moment, you know, at the time when I. I can't lie. I didn't have. I'm going to find. I The one I saw on Instagram had the end where you were like, take okay. a chance on me. I mean, regardless, you, you, you kind of know what he said to take a chance on me. I just don't know if I believe that Drake can blackball you to that degree. Um, to a point where no one's willing to work with you. I believe. I don't believe it. I, I think also being in an era where you can release shit on your own and you have enough of a name to do so. Sorry. As I was trying. I don't really, I don't know. Y'all know, know I do these records. Y'all know I got these records. I could do this shit in my sleep. Take a fucking chance on me, man. Everybody want to kick me to the curb, man. Everybody want me to just play the background, and they just want to just uh, give me ideas for this person, give me ideas for that person. Fuck that shit, man. Give me, give me the opportunity, man. Give me the ball, man. I see a lot. Of anyway, well, yeah, that's that's but, what I was just saying. Uh, that he did sure say you can say it, but do I believe you? I I, I believe him. I Not believe. Quite. I believe the music industry is um can do something like that. Like how the NFL can blackball someone, the music industry can do that. I don't know. And Drake is Drake. Everybody wants every music label wants Drake as their artist, like not as artist, but featured with their artist. I'm just not buying it. I think even if you are being blackballed, you are a writer, and uh, you know you have the ability to put things together and say things that you know capture interest. Like Meek Mandela sounds like a joke, <laughs> but you know just to have those thoughts. Like even remember, but when he said it. he said he's tired of fine. Sure, he said great. I'm tired of you That's saying fine. give me you're advice not, from my artist. Though you're missing my point. You have enough of a name where people will click your shit. Oh, I saw what you're if saying. If you're that nice, you will be seen. With eh. a name like Quentin Miller, 
with a resume oh, yeah, like all nice. the all the Drake records that you've done. You have enough to get some clicks. You have enough to generate some buzz. You have enough to 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 get back into writing for other artists, especially with the landscape of artists that we're in today, where a lot of them don't write. He's not that. He's not that nice. Like he's nice with a pen. Have you heard him rap though? <laughs> he's, he's not that nice rapping. Like I believe that no one wants to sign him because he's, he's also not that so nice. Then nobody killed your career. Oh, he, but he also case. said he fucked up his career too. He said like so there you go. He fucked it up too. <laughs> he, and he's like there for you what? Have it. Like he took a little bit of the blame as well. But you, I also do believe that he is getting blackballed to an extent. But I also think he's not that nice that blackballing him is not seen as a big thing because he's not that nice. <laughs> Let's move on. Yes. Let's move on um, to the next section. The next section, of course, is going to be that keep it or leak it section. Sir. Um, I put a TV show here. I wanted to surprise myself with I have what no TV show what TV that was. <laughs> this guy put it and then forgets it. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Um, Ned's Declassified School Reunion oh, it's coming back? Reunion. Uh, they took a picture together. You got Cookie looking like Baron Davis. Yo, how's that girl looking? Um, just, it was just the three of them. Jen was her name? Yeah. Oh, She's no. looking like Jen, but older. Oh. And Ned is looking like... Um, Yo, Ned is looking <laughs> older, man. Ned like, is looking like Ronnie 2K. Like, I'm trying to figure out who Ned looks like right now. Yo, damn. Yo, look at Cookie. So looking like a, looking like he all the cookies. You know who Ned looks like right now? Vinny Vinny Jogadino. <laughs> Yo, he does. Be sure, whatever his Yo, name. Yo, this guy. He, this guy looks mad Italian. You got Cookie looking like Baron Davis. I'm dying <laughs> right now, man. Damn. Uh, keep it or leak it. If that were to ever happen, keep or leak. Ned's declassified school survival guide reunion. Uh, Would you take a reboot? No. Oh. No, that shows like it was a classic. Exactly. Just let's just like there's some things in this world. I just want us to just make let's leave it as yeah. it is. Like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show that to my kids and be like, yo, this shit was funny when I was in elementary and school. And I'm gonna go for school. an immediate mind change and I completely agree with you. Uh, I'm gonna say keep that shit. And don't don't ruin the nostalgia. Exactly. Second, keep it or leave it. We got Onika Tanya Mirage. I like it. you always put her full ass name. <laughs> you gotta put Onika Tanya Mirage whenever referencing the goat. Um, She's dropping an album? Nicki Minaj says that she wants to work with Kendrick oh, Lamar. Yes, I heard this. Quote, he just respects the craft of rap. Um, nothing nothing beyond that. I don't know if there's any rumors mm-hmm. or swirls She's of them actually working, working together. together. Um, but let's talk about a potential collaboration between Onika Tanya Maraj Keep. and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, no, Leak. Sorry, Leak. leak. Okay, I was about to say what the No, fuck? sorry, I meant Leak. Yeah. I feel like Kendrick will bring out some good shit out of Nicki. Yeah. That's and, what I think. And for her to say he respects the craft of rap. I mean, we know Nicki takes the craft very seriously. Yeah. Um, and, and is very, you know, in, very deep as a mm-hmm. rapper and as an artist. Yeah. Um, so I, w- I would love to see that. Like, Nicki's good with the pen. Don't don't get that. that wrong. I would love to see Maybe that. Maybe it was Safari, but Nicki has some good pen work. <laughs> and the next Keep It or Leak It, it feels like we called it. Feels like we called it. If you remember when the Brent Fayez album came out, I had said, if this was all we get from Brent, I will be cheesed. I would be cheesed. You did say that. Um, so we have, this is from, I don't know if this is from Beats 1, um, but shout out to Nadeska. She's on radio. Yo, Nadeska is um, doing her thing after um, Everyday Struggle. Nadeska's underrated. Is she still on Everyday Struggle? She cute. Huh? Is she still on Everyday Struggle? Uh, yeah, I, I, I assume. I don't know. I don't know. I assume. I don't, I don't know. I don't watch it. She said the following. Or the following happened, I should say. <laughs> she said the following. And why putting out an EP now? So it's been, what, three, three-ish years? Almost three years since the album? I've been working on the album for I me. Mean, I've been working on, like, three projects, like, simultaneously. It's, like, it's the the world. I got the album, Make It Out Alive, that's mm-hmm. coming. And then the Sounder project that's coming as well. Oh, wow. I've been wor- I'm going to stop there because I, that says the point. Brent Faye sings? Yeah. Damn, his voice Singer. sounds like 
he I raps. <laughs> so he said he he had the mixtape "Fuck the World" or whatever that is, mm-hmm. and then he said I'm working on the album. I forgot what the name was, and he said that's coming out. Make it out alive. Make it out alive. So Brent Faye's new album, in addition to music that he's already released this year. Keep it or leave it. Just because I don't listen to Brett Fayer, I'ma say keep it. But and that's I'ma just say, that's just to play devil's advocate course, too. I'ma say definite leak because obviously um yeah, I asked man. for it. Yeah. I asked for it. You did say that too. Um so that's that's a that's a leak without a doubt. Let's go. Let's move on. Shout. Got the motherfucking in the motherfucking building. Let's go. Yeah, I mean. Uh one shout out in order. Uh we got a <laughs> shout out to uh, none other than the Toronto Raptors. Um, you know, was that a surprise? Nope. Uh, the Raptors continue to break records. We spoke about last week how they got win number 13 yep. uh, in a row at the time. That was a franchise record um, surpassing 11 or 12 mm-hmm. or whatever. 11. Um, they took it a step further and said, you know what? We're not done. We don't just want to stop with the franchise. We oh. would rather stop with the Canadian record. Every Toronto so sports the team. Mo- is, is it a Toronto or is it a Canadian? I, was a Can- I heard Toronto sports team. I haven't heard a Canadian Maybe, one. Maybe there's a Canadian one. Maybe I didn't hear Toronto. that one. Okay. <laughs> let's 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 stick to Toronto. Wait, no, it's Canadian. I know Again, it's Canadian. I, I you may have heard something different than I did. Yeah. I just heard Toronto. So ultimately, the most consecutive wins by any Canadian team now belongs to the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors are in solo territory, are in historic territory. This is without Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi who? And, oh, I'm joking. Uh, Shout out to Kawhi. Know, we're bro. all witnesses. We good. That's really all I wanted to say to that. So, Let's go. Um, salute to the Raptors. And no shout out to Brooklyn for breaking the street. Fuck Brooklyn. Salute to the Raptors. <laughs> Shall we get into new music? Let's go. New motherfucking music. Ready to know what it is. Uh, so shout out to Boosie Fade as oh, usual for music. providing <laughs> that list of albums that have come out for the week, as well as singles, as well as videos. Um, there was a lot of stuff that came out. The funny but part, but not is... a lot of stuff that I felt like I needed to check out or that, listen to. Yes. In, um, before we continue, I was gonna say I was like, oh shit, today I was like, let me get the list of what came out. I go on Facebook. And the first thing I see is your post, <laughs> the black ham. It's like perfect. Save that screen, Facts. save that screenshot, save that screenshot. Facts. And I'm like, yo, man, screenshotting while he's on the phone at 8:30 in the morning. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, I'm a I'm an early bird. All so right. a boogie with a hoodie? A boogie. <laughs> Artist 2.0. That was an album. Yes, uh 2.0 came out. Um Ventura Instrumentals. Very interesting to see people going the instrumental route uh lately. With uh, Freddie Gibbs, Matt Freddie Lake. Gibbs, yeah. Now we have Anderson Pack. Uh, that may be a thing. It's coming. Uh, maybe it might add to streams, like a deluxe. Nah, it's probably streams thing. But probably. still, that's dope though. Like I like some instrumentals sometimes. Yeah, of course. Because I know I work. I'm, I'm reading emails and stuff. I don't need to be listening yeah, to other music, lyrics. You still, like know what part comes next, but it's just instrumental version. Exactly. Uh, I'm all for that. Lil B came out with Trap O Z or Trap Oz. I don't know which one it is. I just I, I thought think, it was Trap Oz. I think in terms bruh. of. Uh, yeah, meditation references, so it could be ounce. For That's all what we know. I know. Um, but it is OZ uh, by spelling. So yes. Fetty Wap came out with Trap and B. Trap and B. Uh, Wiz Khalifa came out with it's, it's only Weed Bro, although we couldn't find That's it on, on the SoundCloud? major DSPs. So could be on SoundCloud. Um, I'll take a look into it maybe later. Maybe or wait till it comes out. Pop Smoke, Meet the Woo Two Deluxe. Deluxe. So talking about it. Deluxe. The Beebs came out. Justin Bieber changes. came out with Changes. Tame Impala with the Slow Rush. Uh, Pierre Bourne and Cardo. I have no idea who. Do you know who Cardo is? Don't know who that okay. is, and I still couldn't find that. 
I actually went on Pure Born's thing. Pure Born don't have an artist page on Spotify. Yeah, he does. Pure Born. I was on it today. Should I go find it? But he, I actually started to slime here because I was looking for that for that song, for that album, and Dead. I found something else. Uh, Shea Noir and 38 Special came out with Juno. Uh, Tink came out with Hopeless Romantic. And that's all I got for albums. Mario? No, I thought it was Mario. Oh, it's Mario. Mario. I thought so too. I was like, Mario? I gotta go listen to that. Because Mario was in the... He was... Uh, he was on the socials lately um, with the Snow Allegro. So Woe something could have been remix, dropping uh, with the Snow Allegro Wo remix that came out that Pharrell didn't need to do. Um, but that's a different yeah. story. Um, <laughs> yeah, he responded to that, so I was like Mario, and then I was like, yeah, uh, no, Mario. not Mario. Some singles came out. Migos came out with one called "Give No Fuck" featuring Young Thug and is, Travis Scott. That song is hard. Uh, Chief Keith came out with "Lamb Pass By." Uh, NBA Youngboy "Fine By Time." Never broke again, please. Uh, right. Sway Lee. Back to back Maybach. Back to back Maybach. Uh, Azalea Banks came out with Nirvana. Apparently that track is hard, but I don't. She still to makes it. music. Uh, Azalea, uh, Conway the Machine came out with Yikes Freestyle. Uh, I always like a freestyle. Uh, JPEG Mafia came out with Mariah Test Rehearsal One. That yep. sounds interesting. Conway came out with another one called Sign Language. We have. There's a lot of fucking songs here, man. I'm not gonna lie. Honestly. I don't know where I was going with that thing. Okay. I don't like the way this guy writes. Yeah, Shout out to Ryan, 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 Ryan. But something about just... I feel like you're giving us too much information. Like, some of these we should not have. Like, Oh, man. You know, you like, it. that Space 150. Shout out to everyone that likes Space 150. But, like, you know, it's probably man. something we could have done without. We have a Lil Yachty, Lil Keith, and Zaytoven with High Top Shoes. Actually, that was actually an EP. It was a three-track EP. Okay, good to know. Which I actually listened to. Good to know. We got Polo G with Go Stupid featuring Stunner for Vegas and NLE Chopper. I'm um, just skipping a few names I'm just going to let you go at this because I honestly... Yeah, I don't many. know which ones to pick at. We have Childish Major uh, with Shallow Dimes. We have ASAP 12 with Gunplay. Uh, we have Zaytoven with Drip Jacker featuring Lil Got It. <laughs> Drip Jacker. Uh, we have YG Conclusions featuring Kehlani. I do not like that song. Uh, we have... Which song? Uh, the oh, YG? YG Kehlani one. Oh, you didn't like it? Didn't I like didn't it. listen to it yet. Didn't like it. Damn. We had G Herbo in this in this itch. You got to pick Latin it because I don't, I don't cuss. I don't say that. Uh, Cousin Steez or Cousin Stiz, perfect remix featuring Doja Cat and Bia. That sounds hard. That sounds hard. Let me hear Doja that Cat Bia. and Bia. Let me hear that Bia. Um, and Damian Lillard and Pusha T. Yes, came out with Dame Six. Yes, that's did big. you bump that? I did not bump that. I didn't even know that came out. I wanted to. I wanted to listen to a few singles. I just didn't end up getting to it. Unfortunately, let's go on my album. Let's um, talk about the albums you listen to. But yeah, to. let's actually talk about what we listen to, man. Uh, a few albums. Uh, I'll start with the Tink album. Yes, tell me about romantic. this. Tink is a name. Uh, I'll, I'll keep this pretty short. Tink is basically Summer Walker before Summer Walker. Yeah, I remember Tink. She also um, had a rollout. She had a rollout. I think she was working with Timbaland. She at was the working time. with Timbaland. Timbaland was like her. <clears throat> she was Timbaland's number one. And she was supposed to be big. She was essentially the Tierra Marie to Jay Z. Who? You don't remember Tierra Marie when no. Tierra Marie came out at the same time as Rihanna? No. It was Ponder Replay and Tierra Marie's song was a hit, a smash. And everyone thought Tierra Marie would have the bigger career and then Rihanna. Hello. <laughs> Still caught. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I hear a song, um, I'll probably know what song it is. Uh, don't worry about it. Where are going? How a girl feels. Oh, I don't nah, know what it's called. Make, make it feel good. Fuck, I don't know nah, what it's called. Fuck it. Uh, anyways, man, uh, Tink came up with an album. This one's called Hopeless Romantic. And again, long story short, she's not in bad business anymore. Um, this is actually her second or third project since not being in bad business. A bad business Timberland's um, out? Timberland's label? 
Uh, no, bad business is just literally bad business. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I thought like, it was a label name. I was like, that's pretty bad. She name. did come up with a project last year that I personally didn't listen to. She did. Um, I think we talked about it. Like, we talked about it once on the list. I don't even remember at all. Sounds at familiar. All. I thought it was a good album. I, I really thought it was a good album. Um, you know, it, it had that, you know, sort of summer feel to it, summer walker mm-hmm. feel to it. Uh, I'll play one of the songs. It's called Cut It Out. Um, that is song number out. six on the album. Let me go ahead and find that first. This is off Hopeless Romantic by Tink. First it was Britney and then it was Sydney and now it's Alisa. I asked you what's up and you say you don't know as if you caught amnesia. I'm so disappointed. All of this shit is annoying. I'm so-, so that's lower R&B in, in, in that space, but also that I'm talking my shit. Uh, women can use me as caption type of type of R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a bad way to describe it. But uh, <laughs> Summer Walker's in there. Uh, you know, Tink is in there. And I, I feel like they make very similar music to one another in terms of just drawing a parallel for those that maybe haven't heard of the name before. Uh, I will say two songs went straight to the playlist. Jeez! And it is important to announce that... <laughs> Playlist is, I mean, it's always been out technically because I never made it private. But, <laughs> but now it's officially now, been shared. It's named. No, it was always shared. I'd never unshared it. No, but like you, you made it out to the public. Everyone's Fair. find it. I'm Go. now letting people know uh, where if to you find it. want to look up on Spotify, it's called TNV Presents The Playlist. Jeez. As I said, it would be called, I think it's up to about 19 or 20 songs right now. That's more than enough for foreplay and the act. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, continue, and and we'll talk after. And, and, and I will continue to uh, build on it as we go along. But we had two additions from this album to the list. Uh, song number three is called Come Get It. But Come Get It is spelt like come, not come. I'll let your mind take that where it needs to go. <laughs> let that sink in, guys. Send me your location and I'll be on my way. Grass me with your fingers. Tell me how to taste. So immediate playlist shit. Yeah, you know, that that, that's like definitely got to go on the playlist. And there's a song called Freaky, um, which you guessed it on the playlist. What? Why are you so special? I might as well wrap you in paper. I'm not no rookie, so ain't no more play. That's some good music. Wait, wait, um, sorry, what was that light? <clears throat> Take off your something while I slip off your pants? Okay, Ooh, shout out knows, to Tink. Man. Who knows? But I, 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 I think this is an era for Tink to do really well. Okay. In. Um, I think, again, I think she has that sound. I think she has that audience. Like, I, I think about that Summer Walker audience. And, you know, again, I hate to draw comparisons, but I just think about that audience and how much that audience latches on to the artist, right? Summer Walker shows are packed. Summer Walker gets a lot of streams. Uh, and again, it's not comparing. But it's not. Do you think a little bit of that, and again, not comparing, but then a little bit of that has to do with the way Summer Walker like is on social media? Uh, I mean, because I feel like she's way more active than Tink is on social well, media. Well, we, I mean, I don't know because yeah. I don't, I don't follow Tink, and I, I'm not, I'm unaware of Tink's presence on social and media. And that's what, right? and that's exactly what I'm saying because I don't follow not, either, and I, say, I don't check for either. But I find more shit on right. Summer Walker on I, my timeline. When time I say do well, I'm not. I'm not even comparing to the success of Summer Walker. Mm, okay. I'm more so saying, you know, Summer Walker's music, despite everything else, gotcha. her music has a listenership and has a legitimate listenership. And I think a lot of that listenership can have the same, for lack of a better word, passion 
for Tink's artistry. Oh, okay. Um, and I think this is the era to do it. Again, you know, kind of some of the things I was saying about Quentin Miller. You just you have the ability to put things out nowadays, and and you don't have to be a pop star nowadays. Mm, the pop star almost doesn't exist. The global star almost doesn't exist. Uh, it really depends on who the label wants to spend money on. <laughs> Otherwise, Pretty there's much. artists like Black. There's artists like Tierra Wack. There's artists like um, shit. Even Cy Rock. Like you have a fan base. There's mm-hmm. artists like Rhapsody. These artists just do art and have their fans. Yeah, fair enough. And and I think this is a really good opportunity for do team. art and get your fans. Do that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, again, I, I enjoyed that album. Um, I had a super hot take that I'm immediately going to take back. Um, I said on Twitter, I said, is it too early to say Hopeless Romantic is better than playing games, Summer Walker? Is it? No. No. It's not. It's not. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Took that it's back. Um, Walk that shit back. Yeah, I walked that shit back. But very <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> Tink, Hopeless Romantic, definitely want to check that out. I don't have a rating. But I'm happy to add two songs to the playlist, more than anything. Um, moving on, I'm going to get to a, a few quick reviews here. Uh, Tame Impala, The Slow Rush. Uh, I mean, there was a couple of songs that I liked on here. Tame Impala, for those that don't know, um, you know, Rihanna covered one of their songs on her anti-album. Um, that song was called uh, New Person, Same Old Mistakes. Um, and, and again, Tame Impala's song is called the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually like Tame Impala's version better than Rihanna's, Rihanna's version. <laughs> um, but nonetheless... Tame Impala is a classic psychedelic music. They make, you know, music in that alternative space, music in that psychedelic space, music in that quote unquote trance space. Um, they have classic albums. Currents is a fucking classic. Uh, Lonerism is a fucking classic. Um, they make some of my favorite songs of all time. So definitely salute to Tame Impala for that. I don't think I've heard one of their. They came before. out with this album called The Slow Rush, and the simplest way I put it, it's kind of mid. It feels like a, a B version of Tame Impala. You hyped them up so much. Like, Yo, this album was mid. It, it's, it's, it's mid. It, it really enough. is mid. And, and you know what? I'm going to give it benefit of the doubt to say I hope it does grow on me. So I'm not going to speak illy of the album. Yeah. But it just didn't feel like the 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 substance mm. that Lonerism felt like. The substance that Currents felt like. It almost feels like, and this is hypothetical, if not the music being trash, but the album just not hitting, imagine if Kendrick came out with just a mid album that didn't hit. Oh anything. yeah, you almost like dude, it's, we're not saying it's trash, kid, but like you're like, giving yeah. us so much good shit, like you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't go lower at this point. You're Man. too high. Um, but to get a good idea of Tame Impala's sound, I'm gonna play one of their songs. This one's called On Track. I mean, so just in that psychedelic type of space, uh, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to allow it to hopefully grow on me, but it just didn't latch on to me the way their previous albums have. So, yeah. uh, you know, listen with some caution, I, I suppose. Um, the Shinora album? Do you, did you listen to Bieber? Uh, I did not listen to Bieber. Oh, DB added some notes. We'll skip that well, one. I added, a no- I added some notes there, though. There's Shane- a reason why. It's just because it's next on the list. I yeah, Shea Noir, uh, I listened to. It was cool. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. liked it. Uh, 38 Special is on there. Who is Shea She's a rapper. She's a rapper. Okay, who's 38 Special? Another rapper? rapper? Well. Okay, 38 Guy Girl? Special is almost in that Griselda Avenue of, I think like you've, you've talked about that name uh, before. I, have. I definitely okay. have. I definitely have. And, and Shea Noir is one of those dope MCs that 
also fit in that category. Griselda, and the, the fact New York, together. boom bap. <laughs> you know That's what I'm true. saying? Um, that, that, that says enough. I don't know where Shay Noir is from. I don't know her history, so I'm not going to title it that. But um, I have heard her stuff in the past, and I like it. Uh, and this was just more of the same. It, it was a cool project. I liked it. I need to maybe spend more time on it to, to be excited about it, per se. Fair enough. Um, but I definitely liked it upon listening to it for the first time. Um, <clears throat> I just said A-Boogie. Did you listen to A-Boogie? I did. Uh, do you want to go beeps first? Yeah, let's go beeps, I guess. beeps, to me, is very short. Yeah, let's I'm get trash. to it. Okay, I, wasn't imp- I wasn't impressed by a single, so sorry, it, didn't, it didn't hype me up for the album. It's trash. I, fair enough. It's garbage, right? I, this album is called uh, Changes. Compare this to Purpose, and Purpose was the album that we like, by the way. So, like, if if Purpose is a five out of five, what's this album? Oh, two. Damn. Two. And the reason why I say that is because I was going to use a different letter here uh, in the notes, but it would have been super duper positive. (laughs) I said, it it, it sounds like the producer's game. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to cut you off, man. I just realized what you're going to do. It sounds like the producers gave him their c package <laughs> like that's not like my bag of tricks like here's my residue beats yeah here's the one that the the a-lessers didn't it want it really felt like that and, and it just felt like he was sent to beat he made a 16 and then he made a hook and then he was sent to beat made a 16, 16 made, a made a hook it just didn't feel artistic so i for that wedding uh, it didn't feel like it had any depth to it um the features were mid as and well see that's my issue with pop music it's just that I and feel like it's just a pop thing. Sometimes that, and I think that's what I've been realizing the last few years. That I just feel like there's no depth. Some yeah. pe- some people you can hear the voice in their voice, and I'm sure they have their own version of depth that we're probably ignorant not to. exactly. But and I'm okay with saying that personally. For me, it just doesn't feel like it feels like pop music is meant to be like a top forty hit. Just something to boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. Like that's personally to me. And like Yummy you said, was the best song on the album. I'm uh, and I didn't, and I didn't even like you. I mean, like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then another song called "Habitual." Um, that one was kind of hard too, but that's all I got uh, on that one. I'm, I'm not listening to it, or maybe if I, I probably will, but not anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it's that's all I got. Top of my list. Uh, let's go on to a boogie. Okay, a boogie. Um, I will say this. Okay. Uh, again, this one's called "Artist 2.0." I couldn't get through it. Yeah, I'm with you on it. I this. couldn't get through six songs. I'm with you. Songs. I'm with you on it. Um, after I told, I was speaking to someone about this album, and I was like, the album isn't bad, but after about six songs, I feel like I've heard every other. I've heard every yes. song again. Perfect. I've heard every song Perfect. before, and then like that was my issue with the album. It just felt like repetitive. I don't know how often people listen to music in the shower, but um, <laughs> you could, did you get out to change it? <laughs> fuck that! That'll be crazy. Um, I went to go shower. I mean, a song nowadays is two and a half, three. Yeah. Um, so you got about depends how long you shower, right? Some people are nuts, some people are OD, and some people are practical. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, we talked you, about this last week. You got too. like a three, four song limit before you done yeah, showering. Like Twelve right? minutes, 12, yeah, 10 to twelve you minutes. Dry off. You take your time. You're mm-hmm. not in a rush. Five, six, seven songs at this point, right? And I'm like, honestly, I got nothing from this album. Yeah, you're right. In all seven songs I've listened to this, you're right. Um, I, I like Boogie as a feature. A boogie. Because I, mean, I was writing boogie in my nose too, and I was like, I got to put a boogie because yeah, I'm going to say boogie a few times. Well, he's sick, but um, no, and a boogie is amazing too. I've said nothing but great things about him. Um, but just this album, just eh. I just feel like he didn't do anything surprising. I just feel like he kept it super safe. He did wanna, what he does. I almost want to say this album parallels a different genre, but parallels Bieber's album. In, yeah, okay, it's just it, it sounds the same. There's yep. real no real depth to it. Yep. Um, again. I only got through 40% of it. So, again, I accept the fact that I might be naive or ignorant no, to not. 
And that's the thing. I, I struggled. Everyone else say, yeah. I wanted to finish that one, so I listened to it, but I struggled. I, I think I paused it a few times, just like, okay, finish this album, just so you can say you listened to just it. Just say and you did it. I did yeah. it. But like I said, after about track five, everything just felt like I've heard this already. I've Compared heard this already. Compared to Hoodie Season. Hoodie Season was way better. Hoodie Season felt like he was more, he was trying stuff. Mm. He was he was even rapping a little bit on that. And it's just like there's a lot of guitars and pianos on this. A lot of people and like that. No, I'm not hating on it. No, not to say you're hating on it, but I'm saying a lot of people specifically mentioned, oh, I like the fact that oh. he's using so many guitars I, and pianos. I don't know how I felt about it. I just I just noticed that I was like, there's a lot of guitars and pianos. I think I think in a world of this subgenre of hip hop increasing in popularity to a point where you say, I feel like people are jacking my shit, even though it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but he, you know, he 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 ran it back. Yeah. He ran it back, right? I feel like in in a space where you're doing that, in a space where you have Roddy Rich with support from Meek, yeah. with a Nipsey tribute, the damn and now you fucking... have a dude from YouTube, Lior Cohen is now behind your. You got a machine oh, behind Lior, you but now. But Lior Cohen not just a dude from um, YouTube. No, man. We, <laughs> don't just call him a dude from you're YouTube. Right. My fault. The man you're was right. in the music industry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, but you have you have you have the machine behind you now with Roddy Rich, mm-hmm. right? Um. Even someone like a Rod Wave who is gaining a lot He's of popularity. Lot. People are talking to me um, about it. And I'm like, hey, you guys don't even, know what telling me about this, man. Who else is the top artist in that sing-rap sing space right now? Um, um, Lil TJ's even up there to an extent. I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite say in, in the scope of my discussion. But just with, with all those artists doing their thing, even like a YK, even a Lil TJ, we'll give it all these names. Mm-hmm. You're right in, in that sense. Don't give me this. <laughs> I am with you. Give me a project that was better than Roddy Rich's. Yeah, that, that I think if Roddy Rich's is the goal right now, if you're doing a singing, rapping song, yes. melody thing, if you can't be Roddy Rich, you should not release your album. Yes, that, that's fair, right? Exactly, I think that's super fair because that, that's what we want to hear. We I, I go back to Roddy Rich's album almost every week. So I th- almost I just, every I feel week like I go he back. Could have done a lot better. Could have um, with this album and just with this project. Even overall. the the baby verse, I didn't find that hard. Yes, I agree. I was just because like, this that was is... like track five or six. Yeah, right? it was like, yeah, so That six. was like close to the end of my list. And I was like, even the baby's verse is not Like, I was looking forward to the baby's verse too. I was like, okay, let me like, hear this. This is not the baby's Dreamville verse. It's definitely not. It's, as an example. I feel like this was his C track, <laughs> like his C verse. Like, they were like, oh, do an A Boogie song. He's like, Fuck, let me go through this some some lyrics I didn't use before. Say, so, hey, Boogie got the C package as well. Holy. Um, For all his features, yeah. Again, I, I mean, let's see. give some benefit of the doubt. Maybe it grows over time. Maybe, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's not growing on me. It's, to be it's, honest. Like, this one was a miss. I, I'm going to say I, that. I, I tried going back and I, only one song actually added to my everyday playlist and mm-hmm. that was the mood swings it was close to the end track number 18 mood swings, mood swings. I just liked it because that was the only track that felt different oops <laughs> I hate I, I, try to press backspace <laughs> and then don't backspace mm-hmm. a boogie with the hoodie he, he needs to drop that with the hoodie part um, <laughs> too late now but that's neither here nor there uh, artist 2.0 what's it's close called? to the end mood swings mood swings Weezy out of here just Weezy fuck with time. So I like his, his flow on this Beast. But that, that's the only song that I felt was not like this is my Are shit. The Uzi tracks. I did not like it. I was I forgot to write down the notes. Uzi, Uzi, Uzi I, I love Uzi, man. Mm-hmm. Uzi's one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. I was not feeling any of them. The first one I skipped. Like okay. after I heard wow. Uzi's part, I didn't skip it, but like I pressed next. Okay. And then the last one I think I listened to it throughout, but I was just like, no, it's disappointing. 
Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna say I expected more because I wouldn't quite say I had expectations. Um, but I thought it would be more, mm -hmm. seeing that a boogie was releasing a project and just how much sort of I've grown to like his hoodie music season. as a. Oh, I didn't really bump hoodie season, uh, and well, I still didn't really bump good. hoodie season. But just his presence, his name in this subgenre, and his features, yeah, um, are, are really attracting me to him to a point where I just thought we'd get a little bit more out of it. And I just it thought this was a miss. It was a miss. In, in um, my you're right. Um, Let's go on to the next project. I think that's kind of it. I mean, the one that I wrote down is more so for keep uh, the next section of the show. Random thoughts? Yeah. No, the other one. I mean, oh. The, what do you call that shit? Um, <laughs> What's your rotation? <laughs> what do you call that shit? Okay, I'll talk about the next two projects quick. Yes. Uh, Lil Yadi, Lil Key, Zaytoven, like I said earlier, they came up with a three-piece called High Top Shoes. It's nine minutes. Um... The tracks are more singing than hype tracks. Okay. Like, they're not tracks that you're going to be bumping your car. Because Keed uh, is a singer. Yeah, he's like a young thug. Yeah, exactly. Son. More in that lane. Right? Yeah. Um, track two and three are my favorites. Uh, you don't need to play them. Um, that's about it. If you like Lil Yachty and Lil Keed, you will like and we these. saw Yachty do the singing stuff on his previous project. Remember, we were like, why is he singing so much? Yeah, we did. It was to set up something like this. I mean, we kind of asked the same question with Meek at the time. Well, they just we started to love Meek. <laughs> they're diversifying uh -huh. their. Uh, I get what they're doing though. Because then we're gonna call them boring, like <laughs> Bieber and Hoodie. exactly. Um, last try. Last thing I bumped was Fetty Wap Trap and B. Okay. I actually like this. This now, felt Fetty like Wap a, used to be your god. This felt like a yeah. He was. You this were felt like, like you were on Fetty Wap before every like before yes. everyone else was on Fetty Wap. I, and I'm not even from Jersey. I have to give you that. <laughs> um, but. I actually enjoyed it. It felt like a more mature. It wasn't hype. It was. Mm. It's kind of like on a lovey dovey thing because it was okay. more like a Netflix and chill. I think that's what the trap and B was. Now I don't get what trap and B was exactly. I mean R and B, trap and B. Oh my god! Right? Dude, I think you're actually right with the R and B because he was doing like more singing. I'm right at this point because he was doing pretty much singing. He didn't mm -hmm. rap on this, but I actually enjoyed it. Like it was a good beat, like background music, but it wasn't hype. Okay. And I'm gonna go back to this and get a better review of it, but. I like what I heard from Freddie Wap. It just felt more mature. His voice sounded more clear. His production sounded way better. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like I'm liking this from Freddie Wap. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all, man. Let's let's uh, move on to that yes, next section. In that case, the next section, of course, will end off the music potpourri section. So yes, will uh, and really get us on to those random thoughts. Uh, let's random ask that thoughts. question. What is in your rotation, sir? Am I starting this? Uh, did you start last week? I have no idea. Uh, you can start it. Just start it. Yeah, you know what? I'll start it, man. Even though my Spotify is closed. Oh, I'll fine. open it then. If you, I'll start it. Uh, no, I got, it, I got it. I got it. I got it. Right, if you say so. Um. So normally my barometer for knowing what I've listened to is the recently played uh, scroll. Side yeah, scroll. that's mine. And I look for when the podcast was played, the Trinity's mm -hmm. podcast. But that's that's your. That's the last time I pressed play. play. Took the screenshot. Mm -hmm. Put it on the socials. Yep. Whatever. Whatever. This time around, Trinity's podcast is not on my recently played because yeah, I've played that, that many much. things since. Kind of, mine's almost done. Um, I'm all the, I think I'm like two songs away from the end of it coming off. But at the same time, I feel like I haven't listened to anything this week. Exactly. Like, wait till I get my rotation and you'll be like, that's it? <laughs> so I guess I'm going to go with a couple of songs off the Brent Fayez, Fuck This or Fuck the World. I'm going to go a couple of songs off of Marlon Palmer's R&B 2K19 playlist. Uh, I definitely bumped the Queen and Slim soundtrack. I definitely bumped When I Get Home by Solange. Um, there was in Blank Canvas Creatives the the, the playlist competition. Yeah. I was told I might be on the bill. 
and the and that's the, a warm up, um, but you know. And the uh, the the topic was 1998. Oh, so I was trying to get ready for, just in case I had to, you know, be about that action. Yeah, it's All Star right. Weekend. I can't spend all my time making the. Playlist. Had to make sure you're strapped so and ready. Just make sure I created seventy percent of my playlist in one sitting. I was mm. like, well, I'm, I'm out shit. So you know, I you, up, were you on the bill? I wasn't. Damn, they cut you from the card. So I gave them like, oh, here, guys, here's seven songs. Here's my little playlist. Just, you know, a little. Listen to this. A yeah. little, you know, I'm Nico Brim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I'm Nico Brim. Um, Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, of course. Uh, I bombed. Did that come out in 98? That did come out in 98. Because I appreciate there was a lot of that on your playlist. Uh, well, you're only allowed one song per artist. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's a good rule. Flesh of My Blood, Blood of My Flesh. Uh, sorry, Blood of My Blood. My bad. Uh, that's a DMX <laughs> album from 98. Uh, 400 Degrees by Juvenile. That came out in, you guessed it, 98. Uh, Tikal 2000 Judgment Day, which somehow came out in, you guessed it, 98. Not 2000. <laughs> um, Money, Power, Respect, of course, by The Locks, 98. You guessed it. Scarface, My Homies, 98. Uh, Moment of Truth by Gangstar, 98. 98. And uh, Soul Survivor by Pete Rock in 98. Damn. Also, as I get ready for concerts, I obviously listen to the artists. Yeah. Um. So I bumped Eve by Rhapsody. Jeez. I bumped Layla's Wisdom Jeez. by Rhapsody as well. And I did a lot of Rhapsody artist shuffle play, mm. uh, which is one of my favorite things to do, especially lately. Um. TNV presents the playlist. I wanted to see how it sounded <laughs> from an actual consumer perspective. Um. Listen, man, it's fire. It's fire. That's all this I'm gonna say. I said it's fire. It's definitely fire. Beyond that, I bumped uh, Jay Huss, Big Conspiracy. I really like that Fire. one. Uh, I bumped the, the single, the, the Snow Allegra Woe remix Whoa. single. Whoa. Um, I thought it would be Pharrell super freaking it, but it's literally the same Woe song with a Pharrell verse? rap feature, oh. a rap verse. Yeah, you need to sell some condos, man. <laughs> I'm sure it's like future business. I'm sure like Pharrell did some work with her and he's like, yeah, let me get in this remix. Real That's quick. probably what it was. Exactly. <laughs> you know, probably some labels behind the scenes shit. Streaming but... numbers and you know what it is. You know what it is. Uh, beyond that, I bumped Don't Explain by Snow Allegra. Uh, I think that's your 20, yeah, 2016 uh, project. I really like that one. I bumped, beyond that, I bumped an album called The Price of Tea in China. How much uh, is this one is by Boldy James. Uh, I did hear this by way of the Joe Budden podcast. It's an artist from Detroit. And this is actually, this is, this essentially is like an Alchemist mixtape. Uh, an Alchemist tape where he's strictly working with Boldy James. Mm. So you're getting a lot of out, or you're, you are getting Alchemist beats on here. And whenever it's Alchemist, it's auto download for me. No, right? shout out. That's, that's uh, true. Some features on here. Vince Staples, Benny the Butcher, Freddie Gibbs. Uh, Evidence is on here as well. Uh, pretty pretty enjoyable project. The Price of Tea in China by Boldy James. Definitely check that out. Um, I did bump Hopeless Romantic more than once by Tink. So I am going to include that on my list. <laughs> and I will finish off my list by saying, especially after the concert, I did a whole bunch of Cyrock artist shuffle. Because I'm like, what do I bump from her? Do I start from the beginning? Do I start from the most recent? Do I try to remember what I heard at the concert? Fuck it. Just shuffle. Shuffle play. And every song was just banger, 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 banger. Shout banger. out to Cyrock, um, man. She's dope. She's super dope. Um, but yeah, that's it for my rotation. What is in your rotation, sir? Mine will be super, super short. Please tell me. Um, let me go here. Icebreaker by Lil Barrett. Of course. Fucking love that well, shit. Well, I mean, not of course, because, you know. It comes and goes. I feel like once the year goes, we just forget about a lot of good shit. Right, it happens, but it just, just so much music is so much more attainable now. That it's like, much of it. 
Yeah, we get it so much. It's so easy to forget about stuff. I That's like why your music has to be memorable. I like when there's less. Uh, me too. Not gonna lie. Me too. I can't wait till what's next after um this whole phase. Facts. <laughs> um, I bumped some Roddy Rich. Please excuse me for being antisocial. I bumped. Oh no, that's trapping B. I'm gonna give give no fucks. I bumped that a few times because I think that's a slapper. Like, which one is that again? That's the Migos, Travis Scott, Young Thug. Oh, Thug. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. Did you listen to that? I did it. I think that's hard, and it's the first time in a while I could say all those guys are on a track, and it didn't sound generic. Mm. It really sounded like they all went in there and they're like, "Yo, we're trying to." Sounds like they worked together. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you know what I heard too? I heard for Offset's album, and the reason why it was rated the best was because Offset went in saying, "I'm not trying to do the Migos shit." I'm trying to do, trying to evolve. Yes. So shout out yeah, to Offset yeah, yeah. for that because when I heard that, I respect it because I really thought his album was good. Because well, I mean, it, you know, there, there's a standard of excellence when your wife is, is, <laughs> Cardi. is right? Yeah, sure. Uh, and obviously we can joke around about it. You know, Cardi's one of the biggest artists in the world. Yes, she does make more money than him. But forget that part. It's just artistry and, and yeah. artist development mm-hmm. and what Cardi was versus what Cardi, Cardi is. is. It makes you want to look at yourself and say, yo, bro. Why am I not? That's a growing, relationship, yo. Know your wife should make you want to grow, and your husband should make you want to get better. Jeez, 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 jeez. Heavy is the head, Stormzy. Mm. Same way you're bumping jails. <laughs> bumping Stormzy. I fucking love that album, man. Yep. Uh, time served, money back, yo. That's my gym album, man. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. As soon as I put that in, I just get so much energy, yeah. yo. I have Talk no idea. About it. It's it's crazy. Uh, pure born slime here. And bump yep, that. Yep. Um, Pure Born, The Life of Pure Born 4. Obviously, I couldn't find a one fucking album. I bumped two, two Pure Born I albums. couldn't even find Pure Born, the artist, on Spotify. <laughs> That's nuts. That's funny. Um, Lil TJ. Uh, no, I didn't. Yep, Lil TJ, 2020. That's the name of, his, of the single I bumped. It was just one single. And that's really about it, to be honest. Mm. Um, well, I did bump my fall 2019. But you never see that. So that's about it. <laughs> The private playlist. Yes. It's actually, I don't think it's actually, no, it is private. I make sure all my playlists yeah. are private. No longer share. Unshareable. <laughs> um, all right. All right, man. So let's let's wrap up then the music potpourri in that case. And let's finish to show off with these random thoughts. Um, random you already things. know what it is. You already know what it is. We have a bunch of Raptors stuff in here. <laughs> a lot of basketball uh, stuff. What happened with Surge? I don't even know what happened here. You put that there. I don't know what I put I nowadays. I, I just put did. stuff. I did. I, I definitely put this. Why scores are doing videos? Oh, it's it's the scarf. Oh, it's thing. a pictures of scarf. Scarf because um, he sponsored or, or I like that the NBA is talking about it now. I like that uh, LeBron low key is starting to rock scarf. I saw this. You saw that right? I saw that the All Star game. It was super cold in Chicago. They said it was like twenty two degrees, which is like minus uh, ten. Yeah, minus but eight. they didn't wear scarves like that till the search brought out that scarf. Facts. That's super facts. Um, what else did I put about the Raptors? Raptors here? ranked top ten. In yes, most valuable. Yes, yes, NBA yes, yes, teams. yes. Toronto Raptors now rank as one of the top ten most valuable teams in the NBA. Yes, uh, I'm not surprised. I actually thought this was the case already. I think about the Maple Leafs, and mm-hmm. I think about MLSE, Maple oh, Leafs MLSE. Sports Entertainment, yeah. and I think about concessions, and I think about beer prices, and I think about attendance, <laughs> and I think about prices, prices of tickets. And Ticket prices, about, yes. Um, you know, just all of these things overall. And it's not surprising that the Raptors are top 10. Mm-hmm. And it is surprising that they're only now top 10, in my opinion. Because, you you know, you think mm-hmm. about your powerhouse franchises value-wise. That's true. New York, Lakers, Brooklyn, LA, Clippers. LA, um, 
you can maybe say Sacramento. No, not Sacramento. No, not Sacramento. Um, Boston. Boston. Uh, you could say. Uh, I almost feel like Loki. No, OKC is not old. No, enough. OKC. No. Um, I feel like there's just a few that were just slipping out. Like Atlanta. Houston? Atlanta. Not Atlanta. No, maybe not yet. Low attendance. Ever oh, since the, fuck, the Joe that's Johnson, true. I remember. Yeah. Winning 60 games with four All-Stars, low attendance. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, that. Lee Block and, and Jeff Teague and them. That um, was not an All-Star team. That was just a good team. But, I mean, you know, we, we come up with six top of the head. So it's almost, it's almost like, why isn't Toronto right. there? And we've been, we've been attending games. And, yeah, and Even we've been a playoff team for a long time. Yeah. We've been a winning team for a long time. Our beer's expensive. Our food's expensive yeah. at the venue. You know That's what he said. I'm like, yo, you're right. Ticket prices are nuts. Fucking um, crazy. How much were playoff tickets again? Like 10 racks? Something Fuck like that? It, like 300 level is starting $300 for 300 level. Nosebleeds. Nose 300? Come on, man. Fudge that. Doing, man? Um, but yeah, that, that, you know, shout out to the Raptors for that. Uh, yes. You're glad to have them kind of officially be in that space. Uh, Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade opens up about support for his 12-year-old, do- uh, sorry, 12-year-old gender's identity. Mm-hmm. Zaya. Um, Zaya. So while appearing on Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Ellen Ellen Show. I remember what's here last night because I always mess that up. Wade discussed how he and his wife, Gabrielle Union, are advocates for the LGBT community. The former NBA player shared... He's former. It still sounds surreal. The former NBA player Back. shared how his transgender daughter... The reason I had to read that because I didn't want to use the wrong term there. Smart. Zaya decided she wanted to live her truth. Uh, nothing else to say. Just you know, shout out to Zaya. Shout out to Dwayne Wade. Shout out to Gabriel Union. Being good parents, supporting Absolutely. your daughter, Absolutely. transgender daughter. I, I will say there's a lot of ignorant people out there that say this kid is 12. How does the kid know? Um, you, now you know. we don't know because we're not in that space. Ex- however, exactly. However, I've seen Twitter polls where people in the community have asked. Hey, community. Did you know? How long did you know? And how early did you know? And everyone responded with, bro, I knew since I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I knew since I was five years old. I knew since I was a baby. I knew since I was seven. I knew since I was eight. There's something Charlamagne always says. <laughs> you can't tell people how they feel. Exactly. I don't know how they feel or how you feel or how you so feel. So you have everyone on the planet that's in the community saying, yeah, yeah I knew, from, knew time. from time. But you can't believe a 12-year-old exactly no he's not he's not three oh, sorry she, she she's not three Zaya is not three yes Zaya is not three you know what I'm saying Cause I'm trying to use the proper pronouns guys so please forgive me if I use the wrong ones here and there I'm still but, learning um, but yeah, shout yeah, out to Zaya shout out to Dwayne Wade shout out to Gabriel Yoon shout out to the Wade family people are just ignorant exactly you know I mean? we ain't out we about we about learning over here okay we learned uh, and I mean, like before we do like the super random Twitter search, I did have one more. I don't know if you saw this criminal uh, list <laughs> that was announced by, I just, I can't find it on a uh, thing on the laptop. So I'm going to just open it up on the telefono. Oh, it's right there. I know. It's right here. You're right. So TNT, TNT, <laughs> TNT. I saw your tweet about this. That's what made me of all people, see this. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take 15 pages. <laughs> Um, you have 15 points or $15, we've seen this kind of thing before, to build your all-time NBA All-Star squad. Who are you picking? Um, the $5 players or the five-point players are Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Um, I can't believe you're saying that. Holy <laughs> it still sounds surreal. Uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Any arguments there? No. Five, All $5. I'm, I'm here no. for it. $5 I'm players. Good. Yep. 
Uh, $4 players, Shaquille O'Neal, Dr. J, Isaiah Thomas, Hakeem the Dream, and Allen Iverson. Not mad. Not mad. Um, not mad. There is someone on this list that I do. That, well, you know what? I'll let you finish all the list before I say one person I think they, everyone always forgets. But we'll we'll get go. to yeah, exactly shortly. I mean, because this is not meant to be an inclusive It's list. not exactly. It's just meant to kind of establish that, tiers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh, never mind. He's right there. <laughs> Tim Duncan was what I was going to say. That is a let me you finish before um, I start jump to okay. conclusions. Okay, I could argue Tim Duncan's like a three and a half dollar player. Yeah, but, I think he should be higher. Uh, in the three dollar category, we have Will Chamberlain. Yep. Um, I feel like I think no he should be higher. Because we didn't see him. He <laughs> hooped with scrubs apparently. Yeah, damn man, mad. it's not his fault. So what the game plan was: give the ball to to Will and, and just let him do whatever yeah. he wants. That's exactly. how he would score hundred a game. Exactly. Uh, Tim Duncan, Dwayne Wade, Larry Bird, Vince Carter. I think Bird should be. I higher. would argue Bird is a four dollar player. Easily, if, yeah. If Allen Iverson's a four dollar player, Bird is. And a $4 if Carter's player. a three dollar player, then no offense to Carter, but you know Bird is a four dollar player. A two dollar player or two point player, uh, they got the power forwards in here. I see. Uh, you got <laughs> Kevin Garnett, you got Dirk Nowitzki, you got Charles Barkley, you got Carmelo Anthony, and you got Bill Russell. Bill Russell. My bad. <laughs> the only black and white picture there. That's how long that man played for. I was looking like this. I'm like, you can zoom in. Couldn't see. No, you couldn't zoom in. I was, like, I was like, oh shit, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. And then you have the $1 category, right? Uh, you have Jerry West logo. Okay, yeah. I agree. Technically, it's not the logo, technically. What do you mean? Because uh, of some rights and something, it's someone else. But Jerry West, like, they made that person do the Jerry West form because mm. of some rights thing. I didn't want to pay Jerry West. Some bullshit like that. I see. You have the Iceman, George Gervin. Jeez. I'm rolling. Smoothest player in the league ever. <laughs> George Smooth. Gervin. Uh, you have Russell Westbrook. Okay. okay. I'm rolling. You have John Stockton. No, 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 rolling. Sure. Fair enough. And you have Kevin Durant. As a $1 player. Kevin Durant is listed as a $1 player. Yes, I'll take 15 Kevin Durant. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I think this is criminal. I don't know where NBA on, T, uh, on TNT comes up with this list from. I don't know what the discussion who built in the this? room was. But I don't know how you don't have KD at least as a 3 or $4 player. Yeah, that's at least at 3 least. Minimum 3 <clears throat> I'm putting him at 4 I'm giving him Carter's spot. No offense to Carter, but I'm giving him Carter's spot. I'm giving spot. him spot. You're not, Iverson's spot. Iverson's spot, yeah. And I'm putting Iverson in Carter's spot. And then moving and Carter to Carter $1. Carter down to, I'm going Carter to $1. Uh, Bill Russell's spot. And I'm putting Bill Russell as a $1 player. You yeah, heard it. I said fair it. Enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. If we're undermining Wilt, we're going to undermine Bill, Bill Russell. As well. All the comments are just, are you really putting Kevin Durant as one? Kevin Durant as one? Yeah, well? that, that was criminal. So if I had 15 points to build my all-time squad, I am picking 15 Kevin Durants. No questions asked. I am picking Magic Johnson, okay. LeBron James, 10, and, my, and Michael Jordan. That's my roster. That's my roster. Yeah, I mean, I guess, okay, I guess according to this, let's build one. Um, I'm going to go Magic, Kobe, Durant. No, Durant's the easy like saver right there. That's easy. That's <laughs> He's easy saving money. me. So money. that's $11. I got four more dollars for two Magic, more players. Durant. I go Magic, Durant. Let me get Jordan. Let me get Larry. So what and let me that? get. So $4, right? And let me get Garnett. No, wait. Yeah, give me Garnett and. I don't have. No, I don't have enough. Yeah, $4. My bad. I have $4 to spend. So I got to pick two. Like, give me Disco and Garnett. Right. <laughs> Shit, yeah. give me Disco like, and Garnett. Give me Garnett. Charles Barkley and Garnett. Give me some hustle and that's it. All fucking day. Um, shout out to them. Though. Yeah, shout out to them. Let's just do a super random check on Twitter. Um, do you see what's going on with the TikTok thing with the NBA and how these little white girls are getting yeah, I credit? Saw, I saw them on the, the sidelines. That the black girl created and thankfully K-Camp uh, is helping to 
shed some light Kate on... Kate Camp the Rapper? Yeah, on Thank the God. originator. I think I might be mixing up the stories here, but... Um, Oh, I just don't like the way TikTok is going, man. I, I hate to sound like that old person. <laughs> you, you really do. You know what? It is what it is. Uh, They're fucking getting invited to the All-Star Weekend, bro. They're 15-year-olds. Just cheese, man. I'm just cheese with that. Uh, Raptors fan Nav Batia will be inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame's Super Fan Gallery. <laughs> There's a Super Fan Gallery? I suppose there is now. How do uh, I join that? Kawhi does a dance during All-Star Weekend. We saw that. Obama. Did you see Obama just hail up all the players and say what up to them? No, there's a video? It's just, just smooth. Just Obama's just smooth. Hey, he is you know black, I mean? you know. I'm just saying, um, you know, we, we smooth like that. Just a smooth guy, man. We ain't awkward. Guy. You know why black people are not awkward? Because we we don't take awkward situations as awkward. Yeah, we just like, smooth, just man. Exactly. We're smooth with it. <laughs> smooth. That's it. Uh, I think that's it. I have nothing new. I think that is it. So in that case, please cue the Mew. I'm contemplating buying these young MA tickets. They're only like $30. You know Spotify has a concert section now? I saw that. They told me about it on Yo, my phone. When did they tell you? Yesterday? Yesterday. Told okay, you too? Because I was talking about concerts today with someone. And <laughs> I think the algorithms heard me. Yo, they definitely did. And it just... Hey, man, we got a concert section now. I was <laughs> like, definitely heard whoa, you. okay, thank you, Spotify. But, yeah. Um, and oh. then I got a little upset that I missed the Mick Jenkins show last week. But Damn. that is neither here nor there. Well, it's actually here. I'm joking. Please <laughs> cue the motherfucking music. With that being said, that will take us to the end. The unfortunate end. Of another episode of the True North Views podcast. We appreciate you listening to this all star broadcast. All-star. I'm rocking my CP3 Point God jersey uh, from 2016 when the all star game was in the six. Was 2016? It. it was 16, man. We got, the, we got the patch on there. That's Shout four out to years ago. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, man, we here. We here. You know what I'm saying? It was a great show, definitely. One of our longer shows, we will definitely be going back yeah. down to ninety. This is minutes. just a one-time thing. Uh, Rhapsody used- review took twenty-five minutes. Don't get used to this. So uh, unless I go to a show, that's the only way it'll be a hundred and ten minute episode. <laughs> hundred ten. So uh, we appreciate this. We we appreciate if you guys got here to the end with us today. And all we ask is one thing: we ask that you please. Um, what do I say again? Tell a friend. Yeah. Tell a friend. <laughs> to tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. I was going to say, please share that word and don't forget to tell a <laughs> I was ready to go to, I was like, I don't know and he, I was waiting for you. And you're like, what do I say? I was like, oh God. I don't know where I was going with that, man. But uh, like I said, 110 minutes in, shit, we get groggy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Ooh. One thing I don't forget is that, as usual, I go by the name of Harris. And I don't forget that you shouldn't forget that I'm the skirt master, Mr. Triple Double No Assist, stealing 70 mil. It's going to take a while to remember that it's 70. <laughs> 70 mil from the TTC, hopping turnstiles, and I'm an NBA champion on my way to All-Star Weekend after this. So, call me just Shola. That's what I love doing that too. And please officially tell them that number one rule. It's cold. It is cold. So watch out for the wastemans. Watch out for the mother fucking wastemans. You already know what it is. True. North Views Podcast, episode 93. I actually have no idea what I'm going to title this one, so let's see where we, have we, a few, where we go with that. Yeah, man, we do have a few. And we can Williams. always like, settle for like, NBA 
gold star. Yeah, exactly. We really, really. There's always <laughs> the ones we can push for. You know what I'm saying, man. Like I said, though, episode 93, True North Views podcast. We appreciate you. Take care for now. Until next week. Peace. Ha <laughs> ha